stop now. Whoa. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making them. My folks locked down. Whoa. I never went nowhere. Whoa. What they saying, loot is back. Yeah. Blame it on that conjure. The hood call it loot a yak. Yeah. And I'm on this foolish track. So I spit my foolish flow. Whoa. My hands go up and down, down. like strippers' booties go. Whoa. My verses still be serving, yeah. tight like a million virgins. Yeah. Last time on a college remix, now I'm on the original version. Yeah. Can't never count me out. No. Y'all better count me in. No. Got 20 bank accounts. Accountants count me in, make millions every year, the South champion, cause all I do, all I, all I, all I, all I do is win, 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 no matter what, got money on my mind, I can never get enough, and every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up, and they stay there. Back it up, my niggas call me loco Down for armed trafficking, don't make me pull that fofo Ask you what you laughing at, represent that mud life Dirty money, bitch, you better get your mud right We come together, holding hands and holler good life We all strapping all black, it's like foot life You riding the what? Cause we riding the night Now you riding with me cause you wasn't riding All I do is win, 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 no matter what Got money on my mind Water getting bored, dope being sold, Snoopy in the hooky, system overload. I've been running this rap game since I was 20 years old. I hung with the worst of them, bust till I burst them up, floss them up, toss them up, harder way, close them up. Pardon me, I'm bossing up, press you up, bless you, bro. Don't mess with us. We like the U in the 80s. Back to back, set a track, hit the lick, get it back. Get the trick, jump the track, bitch, I want my money back. Time and time again, while I'm sipping on this gin. Al Davis said it best, just win, baby, win. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. Say Dre fell off, pow nigga, my last album was The Chronic They wanna know 
know if he still got it They say rap's changed They wanna know how I feel about it you ain't up on things Dr. Dre is the name I'm ahead of my game Still puffin' my leaf Still fuck with the beats Still not loving police Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease Still got love for the streets Reppin' 213 Still the beats bang Still doing my thing Since I left ain't too much change Still I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still hitting them counters and them lolos girl Still taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the DRE I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still hitting them counters and them lolos girl Still taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the DRE Since the last time you heard from me I lost some friends Well, hell Me and Snoop we dipping again I Kept my ear to the streets Signed Eminem He's triple platinum doing 50 a week Still, I stay close to the heat And even when I was close to defeat I rose to my feet My life's like a soundtrack I wrote to the beat Street rap like Cali weed I smoke till I'm asleep Wake up in the AM Compose a beat I bring the fire till you're soaking in your seat It's not a fluke, it's been tried, I'm the truth Since turn out the lights from the world-class wrecking crew I'm still at it, after mathematics In the home of drive-bys and acmatics Swap meets, sticky green and bad traffic I dip through, then I get still, still I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the DRE I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the DRE It ain't nothing but mohawk shit Another classic CD for y'all to vibe with Whether you're cooling on the corner with your fly bitch Lay back in the shack, play this track I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl I'll break your neck, damn near put your face in your lap Niggas try to be the king, but the ace is back So when you ain't up on things Dr. Dre be the name, still running the game Still, got it wrapped like a mummy Still ain't trippin', love to see young blacks get money Spend time out the hood, take they moms out the hood Hit my boys off with jobs, no more living hard Barbecues every day, driving fancy cars Still gon' get mine regardless I'm representin' for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets, it's the DRE I'm representin' for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to Perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them counters and them lolos, girl. Still taking my time to perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. Right back up in your motherfucking ass. Nine five plus four pennies. Add that shit up. DRE. Right back up on top of things. Smoke some with your dog. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Ooh, wait. Put it in the air. Air. Well, use a full DR.
Tri-State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Are you acting tough in front of your girlfriend? Huh? Because we both know she's only with you for your money. Definitely not for your dick. Because anybody that's peed next to you knows it's the size of a leprechaun's pinky. Just because you got a fancy office and I don't even have a desk doesn't change who we really are. The truth is, you're still a dork. Still kick your ass. You're goddamn right. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of That's Right, You Guessed It, the Arnie State Show. First one here today, Swoosh says, Morning, ass family. Walk into work and see Hunter gets a plea deal. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Let's have a better Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your Whoa. attention? I've just been handed an urgent and Whoa. horrifying news story. And Whoa. I need all of you to stop what you're doing. And listen. Whoa, this is this is out of nowhere, out of left field. Hunter Biden has agreed to plead guilty in not one, but two federal counts. He'll plead guilty to two counts of willful failure to pay income tax. He will also plead guilty to a firearms offense. One count of possession of a firearm by a person who is unlawful to usher a uh, user of or addicted to a controlled substance. So he admits now, uh, it, 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 in the court at least, that this happened. Now, uh, I, mean, I, I, I this is all catching me so quickly off guard here, I have to wonder what is being offered. What, oh, what is being offered? They've been investigating since 2019 or, or something like that. Uh, Johnson Tain Records, Treasury Department, showed potential criminal activity. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The White House has maintained that the president never spoke to his son about the business. Is Hunter going to take the fall and then daddy's going to pardon him? Is that what this is? You know what? Let me say good mornings to people, and, and and let me let me do that. I mean, I had a whole other way I was going to start the show, but that's okay, Hunter. Way to go. Way to fuck things up. Swoosh, first one here. Good morning, my friend. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. No, but we will to the Biden family, obviously. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. I hope that you are having a good day so far. Oh, I love trash. Trash Panda in the house this morning, ass family. Let's get them cans out and separated, please. Indeed. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Hey, Chaz Man. Yeah. Morning, ass family. Happy Taco Tuesday. Words of wisdom for today. Let your kids fail so they can learn to succeed. Shirts are being printed today, Dr. States. Kick ass. Sweet. That is awesome. Thank you, my friend. Great words to live by, too. Well, Lottie frickin' duh! Great fire in the house says we are all here. We are all happy as we are all in store for greatness. Bring it, Arnie. I will do that. Gold says uh, morning ass. Hit him in the corners, my kitty girl. Yes, had, had to play a little Snoop Dogg this morning, if you will. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Don't 
Como, arigato. Round here, we speak American, okay, bud? Mage says, good morning, ass and AIG Japanese slang word of the day is manko, translation, pussy. There you go. Hunter Biden is a manko. I know that's probably not how you use it, but hey, it sounds good to me. Uh, Scott in the house. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Scott, hope you're having a good morning this morning. Uh, someone's fired up like this is Friday music. Ah, it's, you know, good Tuesday music to warm you up. Sanchez family says, hey now, shitbird. Well, hey now. Out Spain says, good morning, ass family. Hangtown Jen in the house. Holy crapola. She says, good morning, ass family. Well, Jen. It's now time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go flush out a corn-eyed brown fish. There you go. A corn-eyed brown fish. <laughs> oh, Jen. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Me coop. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Calling it now. Logan Paul wins money in the bank and has a successful cash in. Please, dear God, no. I want L. I want L.A. Knight to hurt him. I was so that was such bullshit. Putting Logan Paul into money in the bank match. What our buy our pay per views down. He sucks. All those guys in that match suck, except L.A. Knight. I think there's one other person that's not too bad in that match. Oh, it's crapola. You know, here's the sad part about wrestling right now, is that WWE has some really, really good top-tier stars. They got the bloodline going. They got Cody Rhodes. They got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That's all good, and, and Gunter. I, 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 good, good nucleus. Fuck all the ladies. I, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of Rhea Ripley. I'm tired of Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio is a trash wrestler. But you, it used to be you'd have the top tier people and it would drop down, but not too much. The, the drop down is enormous. Because it's all crap underneath that. It's all gimmicky. It's all street profits. It's uh, the Viking Raiders. Otis, the fat guy with the hot chick. It's dumb. It's cartoony. It's sad that AEW has a better roster that's, well, much better from top to bottom, except they don't know how to do anything over there. It's just a shame. Just a shame, I got to tell you. Um, uh, Fred says, good morning, y'all. My opinion's the only one that counts. Yes, Fred, that is very, very true. Uh, he'll be pardoned by the end of the week. Um, had him, uh, by the balls, and instead of baking those little marbles, they jerked him off onto their faces, freaking politicians. Stink fist in the house. Yeah, I don't know... I'm, I'm, I'm searching this story here. Um, um, if, I, I still don't see what I'm looking for here. Uh, Stinkfist, I hope you're doing good this morning. Whitewash says, good morning, ass family. Uh, Sanchez family says, check that shit out. Mad world. Okay, let's see. 
Uh, over a billion people awaken the lives of big pharma, global pharmacist, gremlin, gremlin. Okay, I'll look that over later. Um, I don't understand what he's going to get in return. Does he not get, uh, does he, does he get no jail time because he's pleading guilty? I, I, I'm so lost here. Ogre. Buenos dias, amigo. Now, it's funny. Let's see. Uh, justice is swerved. Hunter Biden will plead guilty. Uh, reaches deal with DOJ over illegal gun possession of crack cocaine. So, I I guess justice is served. I I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know what to say here. Derek! Becca! He says, I finally made it. Good morning, ass family. It's time for Wimpy to pay up on this beautiful Tuesday. Becca! I mean, what more do you want out of Hunter Biden? So he pled guilty, saved the tax dollars, saved the taxpayers millions of dollars in trials and and bullshit and run around and, and shit like that. Was he looking to not pay his child support still? I mean, I mean, it, look, look, this is the thing with this case right here. We need this case to be the unraveling to start. And now what happens? Is all that stuff on the laptop now just closed? We don't get to see, we don't get to hear the whistleblower, the guy from Bursima. I mean, we should still get to hear from that guy, right? But I, I don't know what they agreed to. <sighs> dark day. Dark, dark day. Uh, I'll tell you this right now. If Hunter does go to jail for any... And by the way, by the way, uh, wow, boy, they got that case done quick, didn't they? Man, oh, man. Let's sneak this in. I mean, we're going to fucking try Trump like a champ. But, hey, hey, Hunter, let's get it. Okay, plea deal, good. Boom, 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 done. Now what happens... When the freaking Senate, if you want things to get done, stop uh, stop supporting loser Trump candidates like you did in 2022. There you go. I couldn't agree more. One can only dream he's going to testify against his dad. You know, I've thought about that. I've actually thought about that and... Here's the thing. I don't think that's that far-fetched. I really don't. I don't see this family being loyal to anything at all. I mean, you know, his first wife, the, the I guess, 100 Mama and all them, she was killed in a car accident. So then he broke up another marriage with Dr. Jill. And he's okay with Hunter running around banging fucking strippers, banging his brother's ex-wife, and then marrying some other chick. He's okay with all that. So there's no loyalty in this family. But, boy, oh boy. That, that, that's the wet dream right there. That's the ultimate wet dream. 
It's probably I'll plead guilty, but I have to stop talking about the laptop and everything else. Hunter testifies against Daddy Sure if he wants a bullet in the back of his head. Either that or Michael Corleone will bring his brother from Sicily like in Godfather 2. <laughs> he digs up fucking Bo. Uh, I think they could do uh, this to sweep all that under the rug before the election process. Boy, they did it quick. They did it quick. By the way. I'm trying not to talk about the election yet because, first of all, it's way too far in advance. And secondly, I'm already having reservations. I'm already having reservations about the next election. I I just am, and I don't want to. I don't want to think that, oh, my God. But but you've got to be out of your fucking mind if you think that Joe Biden has a chance to win. The, the, The truth of the matter is this. The Democrats will not allow anybody to debate him. How are Democrats okay with that? They have their guy in place, and if he was a strong candidate, why not show it that he can debate against them and whoop their asses? I mean, he does have the experience of being president over them, right? But they aren't going to let that happen because they already know Joe is a fucking sea wreck. He is a natural disaster waiting to happen. And they don't want the American people to see this. And here's the other reason why that the Democrats who are not debating him are kind of okay with it because whoever it is now. This is only on the Democrat side, by the way. Whoever it is that does finally destroy him on television or in a debate will be labeled as a bad guy, picking on the old man. And they probably won't get the nomination. That's how fucked up it is. Now, if for some chance... There's no way they can say Joe Biden will not debate whoever the Republican is. They can't say that. The American people will fucking have to. Look, you have to. I know there's no law saying you have to, but you have to. And, it, I, God, please let it be Donald Trump. Just for, just for comedy purposes. Just comedy purposes, please. Let that debate happen again. Ho, <laughs> I Joe might Joe might poo-poo himself. Jill, I made a bum bum. Jill, I made a bum bum. Oh man. Not his brother ex-wife, but his brother's widow because his brother died and then he banged her. What the fuck? Oh yeah, it's disgusting. Oh, it's fucking crazy. No loyalty there. Now I had the, this was the way I was going to start the show was that Corinne Jean Pierre has has finally just left the building. The, the the bitch is insane. She's completely insane. Now this is the second thing that she said. I'll play this for you. But wait till you hear the first thing she said. Hold on a second. I think if you look at what the president has done the last two years, it is more than any other president. 
She says, if you look at what the president has done in the last two years, it is more than any other president has done ever. Um, let's see. Has he put in a new railroad system? Has he established a national park system? Did he happen to free slaves? Hmm? What, what has he done? What has he done? Anybody? Please tell me what he's done. Yeah, fuck that one, that freed slaves. Yeah, she means by destroying our economy, then yes, she's correct. She's actually not lying, but it isn't good. No, see, yes, he has done a lot. He's brought inflation to the highest levels ever in America. That's never been done before. He's made us the weakest we've ever been against other countries. Fucking Germany and China are meeting and working on securing the world. Germany and China. Does anybody see any kind of thing bad there when I say the word Germany? I mean the whole... Screw your freedom. But that's not the most egregious thing that that young lady has said. This is what she said being interviewed. A year in this role, there's been a couple of things that I that has made me incredibly proud. Many things, many things that made me incredibly proud to be at that podium uh, during this historic moment. Again, this is a historic administration. I'm a historic figure, and I certainly walk in history every day. But I'm a historic figure. Now, 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 let's break that one down, shall we? I'm a historic figure. Now, uh, the first rule of being a historic figure is you don't have to tell people that you are a historic figure. The second rule of being a historic figure is C, number one. The third rule of being a historic figure is actually doing something. I, 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 are, 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 are you Harriet Tubman? Because are, are you running an underground railroad for slaves to get free? Um, are, are you Elliot Ness? Are you, are you breaking up the, the prohibition breakers? Did you bring down Al Capone? A historic figure. Did, 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 did you win your seventh NASCAR title and you were driving a number three car and your name is Dale Earnhardt? No, that's not you. Gosh. A historic figure. Ric Flair is a more historic figure than you are. The Iron Sheik is a more... I, I, I could sit here for the rest of the show and name more historic figures in history and I eventually would get to my name and I might not be there yet. Might not be there yet. But I can name a whole bunch of more historic figures, by the way, and none of them would say, you know, I'm a historic figure. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. 
I mean, are they about to release like the 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 White House action figures? There's Joe who falls down all the time. The Kareen Jean-Pierre doll doesn't shut the fuck up. The Health and Human Services thing? You know, <laughs> you know, Cousin It comes with a removable penis. Yeah, I went there. I went second grade level, and I don't care. Oh. That's what Nancy Pelosi said, too. Historical figure for all the wrong reasons. Well, this is the... I wouldn't worry about Germany allying with China. They're fully committed to the West and Eurozone. If they do anything with China, it's to cover their asses just in case. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, she is the shittiest press secretary. That's what Nancy... Nancy Pelosi, I remember when she was elected and she was named Speaker of the House, she said, uh, my name is going to go down in history. And I've asked this question ever since then. Or not really asked this question. I've made this statement about that side. And that side being the left. Because that was right around the same time that Barack Obama was uh, elected president. Is it, is it more important to do what's right for America or to go down in the history books? You see, I thought you used to go down in the history books for what you did for America. Just not what kind of plumbing you had. Because Nancy Pelosi will go down as one of the most corrupt, evil politicians we ever had. You want to talk about insider trading. I mean, if you look that up in the dictionary, there's her fucking face. And, oh, you know what? I didn't do it, and I apologize. I'm missing the bit here. Um, don't do bits. Do segments. But uh, I've said her name. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. There you go. Uh, shit, the only president who was content to do nothing was Eisenhower. But he even had Korea to deal with. Once he took care of business, he gleefully went back to doing nothing and letting the economy take care of itself. First lesbian press secretary that knows nothing. You're a footnote in history. Joe did a a war with China by abandoning Taiwan. I saw something yesterday, this whole thing with Blinken over talking with China. And I saw a video clip, but I didn't know if it was real or not. And, and I looked it up, and I couldn't find it on the, the major, major ones. So I had to think that it was kind of a, a dub clip or whatever, saying that China is allowed to walk into Taiwan anytime they want. I mean, did we, uh, did we just open the door for World War III? But like I said, I could not find that clip anywhere. Um being obsessed with your place in history books and leaving a mark shows a heightened, arrogant ego and no sense of patriotism and collective accomplishment. To wit, consciously, making the history books is un-American. It truly is. It really is because you're... And, and by the way, why are you so desperate to be in there? Is this a part of this attention that this, that, that this side needs so badly? Is you want attention? I mean, because that's why we're in the current state that we are. We've allowed this I want attention to take over. 
it's the, it, the the I want attention is the entire reason that we have this trans movement going on. And and somebody can say, oh, that is so dismissive, that is so hurtful. Well, that's my job. And it's so true. See, that's the part that you don't want to say. You don't want to say that it's true. You want to say it's mean, it's hurtful, it's dismissive, but it's true. These people want people to pay attention to them. That's all they want. And when you don't pay attention to them and you take money away from their pro- uh, the, their things, what happens? Oh, they piss and moan. Oh, what a bunch of homophobes. What a bunch of transphobes. No, this is just us choosing not to spend. So we have to spend our money where you tell us now? So I just don't pay attention to them. At least I'm trying my best. If I see them out in public, I'll walk by them. I don't give a fuck. If they say something to me, then that's their fucking fault. This is what I think, yes, swoosh these people. I'm fine and dandy walking down the street. And if you're a dude and you want to be a chick, or you're a chick and you want to be a dude, and you're walking on the same side of the street as me and or something, and you say something to me, You were doing great there for a few minutes. You were really doing good. You, you and I were we, we were we were in the same place at the same time, and then you had to say something. Now, if I give an oh for Christ's sake, like my father, which I would probably do, then I'm pretty much asking for it because well, I'm itching for a fight. But if I don't, and you say something, don't cry. Don't cry when I fucking eviscerate you. Just telling you right now. It's not my fault. It's not my fault that I verbally eviscerated you. It's your fault. I was fine being quiet. I was fine being left alone. But you had to instigate it. Say what you will about boomers fucking over the world, but at least they went to work 40-plus hours a week and didn't stare at a phone making ego videos all day. Oh, my God, that is so fucking... Correct the mundo! I have a story uh, a little bit later about how the millennials are calling out boomers and things like that at the workplace. You'll find that very fun. Uh, I'm in sales and I work on commission. Target is one of my accounts, so I'm down 40% there. It sucks, but I understand. And and Stink Fist, that's what I was talking about. And, and you're a perfect example of people that work at Budweiser. People that work at Budweiser, they didn't want this shit to happen. They're having to ride this storm out, too. And this is the part that really, really sucks is that I told you a long time ago not to wake that side up. Because, once again, that side plays for real. Okay, your little side where you want to fucking bum rush downtowns and you want to break windows and you want to flatten car tires, maybe assault some people that are Caucasian, whatever, that's fine. It's cute. But when the other side does it, it's going to sting a lot more. And, and don't get me, don't, don't even, 
don't even get me started on the violent side of them. <laughs> you don't want the violent side of them to come in. Now, now look here. I told y'all not to wake that side up. And what did that side do? Side caused almost $50 billion in lost sales for two giants in the industries in America, Target and Budweiser. $50 billion in the course of about two months. You want to get violent with them? <sighs> okay. Hey, if you are a funeral director, I tell you what, you are about to hit a fucking milestone. Mm-hmm. Stop fucking with my 401k values, boycotting assholes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, hey, man. It's what they're going to do. And, and it sucks, and they're hurting themselves, too. That's the bad part. Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. He says, fuck around and find out. And that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And you know what? Good. Keep it up. Keep it up. We'll eventually get the, the country back. It's going to hurt a lot of people, but we're going to get it back. Oh, now... Now, the big story that is everywhere, the top story, well, now now the Hunter Biden thing is out. This goddamn Titanic submarine thing, okay? This is the lead story everywhere. The richest guy in Pakistan is on this thing. By the way, by the way, let me just say this right now. I'm about 95% sure they are dead. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not wishing that on them. Um, this is a, a, a submarine where that like six or nine people can fit in, and they go down to 12,005 feet near the coast of Newfoundland, and it's not Newfoundland, it's Newfoundland, Newfoundland, up in Canada, and they're looking at the wreckage of the Titanic. Now, first of all, I got to think to myself, that's pretty fucking stupid. Because I'm going to be locked in this room. What happens if somebody the night before had chili? I mean, are, are they watching the dietary, uh, the you know, concerns for everybody? Because I know that if I'm going to be on a submarine going down 12,500 feet, I'm eating chili and bean burritos the night before. <laughs> Why? Well, because that's what comedy is. And we're going to be stuck in this submarine, this airtight submarine, with me and terrible gas. Just fucking awful. Awful, awful, awful. So the small submarine started its journey underwater with five passengers Sunday morning. Um... It took about an hour and 45 minutes into the dive. Officials say a search was, oh, that's when they lost it. It was an hour and 45 minutes into the dive. Now, I understand there are ways that you can look at the, the ocean floor and you can see where things are and all that kind of thing. These people are gone, y'all. I, I, I'm just telling you right now, at, 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 at that depth, you don't. 
I'm honestly, it, it is a miracle to me to see things that are still intact on the ocean floor with the amount of pressure and weight that are on them. I don't know if you can get the bends from being in a submarine and coming up too fast. I know that in scuba diving, you come up a foot per second. And you follow the bubbles that, that, that you're breathing out along the way. You're emptying your CO2. You're, you're going back up to levels because your body is being so compressed by the water. Oh, the stink fist, I said that yesterday. He says, oh, shit, what if a big fucking octopus got me? I think it's either a megalodon or an octopus. I mean, ear popping. Ear popping is an understatement of understatements here. Atlantis has had enough with this shit. Yeah. And and look, we're we're putting all the I, I I can't help but, you know, say bravo to search for them, but they're gone, y'all. If this thing was going down for uh, an hour and forty five minutes, yeah, it's past the twelve thousand foot level. They're on the bottom of the ocean floor. I'll tell you this right now. If I was the last one to survive, no, I'm not going to be eating people on board. But if I'm the last one on there and I'm feeling, I'm breaking the glass, I'm letting the ocean just take me because I don't want to be in that. I want to be in this sarcophagus, this tomb. Go ahead and feed me to a fucking gigantic squid, some kind of dinosaur that's underneath there. They're hanging out with JFK Jr. <laughs> Send more subs. Godzilla got hungry. And once again, this is a, this is a trip that that costs like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Now, I've never seen the whole movie all the way through because I thought the premise of the movie was stupid. Because we all know the boat sinks. And everybody goes, well, it's not a long story. No, it's a story about a fucking boat. The movie's called Titanic. The movie is about the fucking boat. And we all know that the boat sinks. I had that. I'll never forget. I'll tell you this right now. I remember when they started making this movie. I was doing morning radio in Reno. And we were in our old studio. Right before they, and it was it was just one other person and I, we were doing a rock show. And I remember losing my mind on the air because we were talking about how they made this movie in Mexico and all this kind of stuff. And the movie's about the Titanic. I said, why are they making a movie about something we know what happens? That ending, what, what, what's going to happen? Superman save them? I mean, the boat fucking sinks. Well, it's a love story, Orient, about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and that ugly British chick. See, this is the thing I have. I, I love movies. I do love movies. Okay. But if you're going to base a movie off of, of real things, okay, see, this is, why, this is why Roadhouse is one of the greatest movies of all time, and Urban Cowboy. They're not based on true stories. They're not. They might have little loose goose things, you know, but they, they, they're stories, okay? When you base shit on factual things, you... you and the movie that I have the biggest problem with, 
don't know if Christopher's around. I don't know if he is he working. Is Christopher working? Hold on a second here. See, Christopher's big time movie guy. And uh, hold on a second. Let me grab this other phone here. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try. I don't. I don't know if he's available or not. So, uh, but I, I do have a movie thing that I want to go over because I, I, I've been holding on to this for a while. And, and and I need to let it go. Okay, contact. Let's see. Uh, there we go. And then we'll go call. Let's see. Let's see if this is calling. Hello. Hey, is this Christopher? Speaking. Hey, it's Arnie. How are you doing? So good. Hey, are you super busy right now? Uh, not yet. Okay. Real quick. Movies that are based on true stories. The one that I have the biggest problem with, because uh, I'm, I'm talking about this whole Titanic thing, is the yeah. movie um, uh, The Perfect Storm. Have you ever seen the movie The Perfect Storm? Yep. Okay. John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. You got Marky Mark in there. You got George Clooney in there. Um, mm, yep. So when we see them sail off into the, the distance to go find their dolphins or whatever they're trying to catch, um, that's the last part of the story that we know. We don't know how many fish they caught. We don't know what happened at the Flemish Cap. You know why? Because they died. All of them died. Mm-hmm. How did they make that movie? That movie is the biggest farce in the entire world. Yeah, I and mean, for all we know... We don't know John C. Riley murdered Murky Mark on the way out in the ocean. They, they could have had a big butt fucking trip going on the entire time. I don't know if they were doing any fishing or fucking. We don't know because nothing happened. It's bullshit, and everybody hails that movie as such a great movie. <laughs> My, no, God. Right, My God! My yeah, God! We don't know what happens. Must know that shit, man. I mean, I mean, once they go, once they're gone off the the boat deck, and everybody's waved and they wave goodbye to Marky Mark and the single mom. We don't know what happens. We don't know. They could have just shot one another. Oh, <laughs> pain in the ass. Thank you, Christopher. I'm gonna let you go, but I needed to get that off my chest. Sure thing. See you, buddy. Uh, that is our resident movie expert, Christopher. I just oh that movie, and and the bad part is I like the story. I like the story. It's a good story, but we don't know if any of that happened. It's crap. What a hassle to get back in here. Oh, is it? Oh. What's wrong there, big-ass fan? Why was it a hassle? Um, And that movie beat out the Patriot for number one spot that weekend. People were more interested in seeing a fishing trip than our ancestors fighting and dying to give us freedom. Kate Winslet's boobs were in the first boobs for a lot of boys at that time. I still think that's why it made so much money. Horny teens. Ugh, she showed her boobs in that movie? Ugh. Finally made my way back to the Ash family. Well, welcome back, big ass fan. I'm glad you made it back. So happy to have you. So, uh, yeah, them people that are on that Titanic thing, those are probably dead. Yeah, they, they they're probably dead. Now, yesterday we had a we 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 had a. Back then, her boobs were fantastic pre kids. Okay, all right. Um, 
We had a Democrat yesterday come out, and Democrat Virgin Islands delegate Stacy Plask uh, appeared to say something that was probably not very right. Let, let, let's see if, I, if this is it. Is this it? Men can't have babies. I don't care what they say. Oh, there he is, Rob Schneider, trying to fight back as a Republican comedian. Good for him. I, I, I support him. Having Trump not only have had the codes, but now having the classified information for Americans and being able to put that out and share it in his resort with anyone and everyone who comes through should be terrifying to all Americans, mm-hmm. and he needs to be shot, stopped. He needs to be shot. Well, well, that took a dark turn. And by the way, so so wait a second. So if Donald Trump has these documents at Mar-a-Lago and everybody that's stopping by the plays golf gets to look at them, do you look them at the turn? You get a hot dog, and then you get to see some classified documents. Holy shit, this is a great golf course. By the way, was Joe Biden doing that every Saturday when they had garage sales? You see, uh, I can I can use that joke also there, hon. You stupid idiot. He needs to be shot. Stopped. Whoops-a-daisy. So what is it? Does he need to be stopped or does he need to be shot? You make the call. (laughs) Oh, I absolutely love the world so much. It's so great. Um, I guess Ron DeSantis and uh, Gavin Newsom are going at each other. I I really don't. (sighs) Here's the thing for me. I I like DeSantis. I do. Uh... I don't want to see him get drugged down to the level of Gavin Newsom or these other shitbag politicians. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis poked fun at Gavin Newsom Thursday, having a fixation on Florida and daring him to stop pussyfooting around and enter the 2024 presidential race to challenge Joe Biden. Oh, dude, Sanchez family, he is so Patrick Bateman. He is so American psycho. I don't need, look, look, look here. Stop pussyfooting around and inter- look, look, you don't need to give a fucking shoot interview. You're not in the world of professional wrestling. I don't need Ron DeSantis to be brought to the ring by the, the ghost of Gordon Soley. And now, entering the ring, from Jupiter, Florida, Governor Ron the Hammer DeSantis. That's not not too bad of Gordon Soley, by the way. Beasy, good morning, my friend. We get a good old JR, huh? Good God, good God. I mean, you got to put a little bit of God in there. Oh, from San Francisco, California. Governor Poopy himself, Gavin Newsom. I, 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 don't, need a, I, I don't need a wrestling off. I don't need a, a, a promo off. 
I, I, I don't need Ron DeSantis. Stop pussyfooting around, brother. Say you're going to get in the ring, brother, and challenge Joe Biden so I can challenge you, brother. Gavin Newsom, probably a shitty wrestler, too. Probably a really shitty wrestling interview. He, he, he's like that, that the, the local guy. that Gavin Newsom's the local guy that comes out and just gets pollywopped by the fucking Hart Foundation. Gavin Newsom and his brother. The battling twigs take on the Hart Foundation. Boy, I wonder who's going to win this fight. They should just come out as Ensign from fucking Star Trek. Whenever they bring out these fucking local jobbers on wrestling cards, and they're doing it again, and it's fucking hysterical to watch, they should dress them up in the red shirts from Star Trek because we know they're going to get the shit beat out of them. We know that the Ensigns are not going to beat the Hart Foundation or any established tag team. Right out of the gate, Ron, the hammer just enters. I'm dying. He puts his Florida figure four lock on you. That's his finishing maneuver. Gavin Newsom's finishing maneuver is incessant whining. He just whines in their ear the entire match. Whine. Whine. Fucking Newsom's tapping out. Newsom would be one of the dicks tag team. Don't say stop pussyfooting around. Come on. Man it up, DeSantis. If you're going to call him out, call him out. Hey, Gavin, stop being a pussy. Don't say pussyfooting. Just say what you mean. Hey, 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 Gavin, stop being a pussy and say you're going to run. You pussy. Red shirt wrestler. Oh, yeah, I I love that idea. The incense. Because it wasn't an incident on Star Trek that always got killed. They'd go out there with Spock and McCoy. They, they, and I didn't watch a lot of them, right? And they'd be out there with their phasers. And those motherfuckers in the red shirt would die like a champ. And by the way, where did they keep getting new ones? Did they just fucking go, hey, we lost two more, you know, fo- you know foes, phase them in or whatever. Red shirts, not necessarily incense. Okay. The red shirts. Oh, <laughs> uh, is it? Is this the interview here? Huge problems in his state. Problems in his state. There right. we go. You know, it's interesting. Um, he's got huge problems in his state. I mean, like. Huge problems in his state. Not lying. We all know that. I mean, you see it in San Francisco. You see it in L.A. You see it in the people fleeing. California, from its inception, gained population every single year until he became governor. That's I mean, true. California was probably the height of opportunity for middle-class Americans for many, many decades in this country. No one would leave there. You know, you would go. People were drawn to there, and yet... He's the first governor that's overseen a, a massive exodus out of California. Now, all those things that he said are true, and wouldn't that be enough not to get him to be elected again? 
Wouldn't that in turn mean if you elect Gavin Newsom as president, we're going to see a mass exodus of Americans leaving America? Only one shirt didn't die because he was badass. That was Scotty. Yeah, they wouldn't let Scotty off the damn fucking ship. Scotty was too important. I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. And he was a Scotsman. He's not leaving. He's the badass on the ship. Now California only gains population of homeless. Pretty much, yeah. Anybody bit me uh, want those fast, loud, automatic Star Trek doors? We got all that other stuff, yeah. Oh, my God. Fucking A. So I I like seeing this fight ramp up with Newsom and and DeSantis. I, I do like it. What I don't like is this next story. Um... It's our only trans-type story today, and I'm glad. Like I said, I'm trying to lighten things up a little bit. Sometimes I'll give you the real news, like with, you know, Hunter Biden. And I'm, I'm very confused on, on the whole plea deal part of it. Scotty and O'Hara, and she even got her uh, memory wiped, and bam, two days later she got it back because she's the Pam Greer of outer space. You're goddamn right. A 13-year-old was called despicable. By her teacher at the Church of England. Is her teacher Sylvester? Suffering succotash. You're despicable. She was called despicable by her teacher at the Church of England school in the UK on Friday for asking a classmate how she identifies as a cat. How's that despicable? I'd ask a kid that too. If I had a classmate that said, I'm a cat, and they're going to let them act like a cat, I'm going to go, how in the fuck are you a cat? The schoolgirl and her friend were reprimanded by the teacher. It was a, This is an eighth grade class where they were told that they could be who you want to be and how you identify is up to you. Now, once again, once again, once again, why are we treating children like adults and adults like children? Why are we giving an eighth grader the ability to tell people, a.k.a. people, adults, oh, I'm a cat? No, you're not, okay? the the the. I'm telling you right now, I want 2024, because 2023 is half over and they ain't picking up yet. We need to get steam started for the No You're Not campaign. No, you're not. Okay? Your kid comes to school. You, you got to, school teachers, hear me out here. You want, you want parents to get on your side? You want parents on your side again? I got a way for you to do it. Tell some of these fucking kids that are disrupting the classrooms who think they're cats and dogs and whatever the fuck they are. And 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 by the way, they're putting they they put fucking kitty litter boxes in for these kids that think they're cats. Now, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Let's say that I got God forbid I had a kid in school. Okay? Let's say it happens to little Roscoe. Little Roscoe, six years from now. Okay, I, I got to go down there. Mama's busy at work. <clears throat> Gigi's busy at work. And then there's me. I have nothing to do. 
So I got to go to school and I got to take little Roscoe's lunch or something. And I go into that school and I see that they got a fucking, they got, they got kitty litter set up. And I see a kid going over there to start to take a dump. I am taking Roscoe out of that school immediately. I, I will grab him by his arm and go, no, uh-uh. You don't need to watch other kids poop in a fucking, in a box in class. Sorry. You teachers need to fucking put the foot down, okay? Once again, once again, if you're all about teaching and if you're all about the kids, you will look to discourage the disruption of the learning process, okay? That was big when I was in school. You could not disrupt the learning process, meaning you can't have weird haircuts. You can't wear concert T-shirts. You can't do this. You can't do that, okay? You couldn't do it because it disrupted the learning process, and we all lived with it. You think a kid pissing in a litter box isn't disrupting the learning process? Oh, Arnie, it's helping grow the learning process. Oh, and I saw something this morning, too. Uh, when I was looking up the Karine Jean-Pierre shit, it was an old press thing that she did when somebody was asking her about trans athletes being banned. She turned it on the people and said, well, what you're saying is that trans athletes are dangerous. This is why they're not allowed. Yeah, well, and, and by the way, I would have said, well, yes. Yes, they are. Would you allow a transgender boxing match? See, this is where I hate the press. This is where the press doesn't do their job. Because if I get the fucking press secretary to go, really, you think that, 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 that transgender athletes are dangerous? Oh, absolutely I do. 150%, even though that's not humanly possible. And I'll tell you why. If you match up a 140-pound man who's been training as a boxer his entire life, and then lo and behold, he says he's a girl, who takes on a girl who's been training in boxing for her life as well, Who's going to win that fight? The man every single time. Every single time. Not once does she have a chance. I'm sorry. No. And by the way, that's not a fight I want to watch. If I want to see that fight, then I'll just go to a bad neighborhood on a Friday night with a bottle of Ripple and throw it into a house. And then, then we can see the hijinks of men beating women fucking begin there. Uh, I'm all for treating kids who act like animals like animals. That means cages. Put them in petting zoos. Uh, you can't wear concert T-shirts? What the fuck? Yeah, Douglas, our senior year, they took concert T-shirts away from us because some of the T-shirts, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. It, it, it's absolutely stupid. Douglas, you're absolutely right. I hated it. I hated our dress code. We couldn't wear shorts to school. The boys had to shave. I mean, it was it was pretty fucking. We had we had some strong rules, and uh, the concert T-shirts happened because some of the concert T-shirts were getting a little uh, dirtier. This is the time before dirty shirts. I think the first set of dirty shirts I ever remember are the Big Johnson shirts. Big Johnson Casino had a little nerdy guy and says, you know, liquor up front, poker in the rear. I like the Big Johnson shirts. They were funny. But that didn't happen until kind of after high school. But the concert shirts were starting to get a little risque. So they said, okay, no more of that. Even the, even, they would even send, you know, Christian concert T-shirts, uh, stripers, 
Striper sucked anyway. Yeah, I said it. Striper sucked. Um, but they would send that home. They would send country concerts home, too. Um, I train my cats to use the toilet regardless how I identify. You don't need a litter box. Not in my world. Use the fucking toilet. Even my cat knows it's the best to not ask for special treatment, right? But I, I want you to think about something. I want you to think in your head. I want you to go back when you were in, I don't know, 7th, 8th grade. This is an 8th grade story here. I want you to think about when you were in 8th grade. If you're driving, you can close your eyes. If you're, it, it, But if you're driving, please don't close. You, you can't close your eyes. And I want you to think about what your parents, I mainly focus on my dad, but what your parents would say if you came home from school your eighth grade year and you informed your parents that there was a kid who thought they were a cat in the classroom and they were using a litter box in the classroom. I want you to, I'd like to know what would your eighth grade parents have said? I think my dad would have fucking wanted to come down and see it before he reacted. He, he'd want to come down and look at that just for the entertainment value of watching a kid, you know, shit in a box in a classroom. And then I think he would have lost his mind. Uh, let's see. The Appetite for Destruction album cover shirt got uh, all concert shirt band at my school. That was another one that played into it. The original cover of the alien raping the chick. Yep. I find it funny that the teacher called the the kid despicable. Oh, you're despicable. (laughs) Is there another teacher at the school that teaches French that's a little on the rapey side like Pepe Le Pew? Ha-ha, mon chéri. How about if you have a cat, you let it go outside so it can shit in the dirt like the rest of the animal world? My dad would have smacked me and told me to stop lying to him. Uh, and, and, and then you have, to, you have to tell him, Dad, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. That's exactly the response that I would have probably gotten. Uh, V-Coop, adios, ass family. Got to catch a flight to Vegas. Maybe I'll run into Adele. God damn you, V-Coop, you sir. Hello. Everybody's in fucking Vegas. It's me. I know. I was wondering if after all these years you'd no, like no, to No, no, but be nice to my friend V. Coop there and don't, don't scratch your fucking jock itch that you got, you gross ass. Um, let's see. Uh, all right, did that story. No, I'm not going to do that. By the way, there's a... Uh, Yes, hello. Uh, who is this? This is Mage. Mage, my man, what's happening? Hey, I was going to say, uh, the next time uh, there's a school board meeting for my uh, middle school son. Mm-hmm. Is that Delta Airlines? Yes. Okay. I'm going to ask uh, if he can bring his dog. Oh, please be you. Please be you. Because, you know, if these kids 
are identify as cats or dogs, yeah, you know, I'm gonna ask why my uh my pet uh, the dog's name is Ruby. It's named after Ruby Rod from the movie Fifth Element. Nice. I'll be like, why can't Ruby uh, come to school? Because, you know, there's other dogs here. It, it, I mean, it, how, it, Mains, let me ask you a serious question. Uh-huh. Um, how hard is it to be a parent of a kid in middle school now? How, I mean, because of all the shit that you have to put up with. I think it's comical. I love it. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you see it that way, and, and I wish more people would see it that way because it is. But there's so many parents that are caving and allowing this. What, what do you say to your kids when they come home and they go, well, I want to be a cat. I'd kick my kid in the, in the ass. You know, this is how I treat cats. No, I see my I grew up in the 80s, and I would be like, just like my dad, if he said that to me, I'd be like, Stop being a dumbass. <laughs> You'd have to. And, and uh, it, it truly amazes me that there aren't more people out there that, the, that these people are going, yes, honey, you are a cat. Meow, meow. No, oh, no. That's, that, 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 is not, that is not something that I would ever uh, allow. <laughs> and I would, I would set a tent up outside in the backyard and be like, okay, well, if you're an animal, you're going to live outside with the animals. Yeah. Fuck I mean, you. fuck that. Fuck the tent. Build a fucking, build a fucking barn or something. I mean, fuck, build yeah. stables. I mean, fuck, don't give them a damn tent. Let them live out in the elements like animals live. This is so but, stupid. Uh, but I would only do that when it's snowing. <laughs> I, I would wait. I, I would wait till it's like negative 20. There you go. There you go. Hello. All right, mate. Thanks, man. Have a good day. You too, buddy. Uh, I'd be pissed off at the indoctrination that they're pushing, and that's what they're doing. I just don't have a desire to go. I like to sleep in the woods instead. Uh, y'all see a tall, bald man with tons of tattoos on one arm. Run up and hug him. Yes, he's in Vegas. Mike is in Vegas. Um, God almighty. Good Lord. Fucking A. Letting people kid. Um, okay. Uh, there's a story. I've had this story for a week now. People are fucking around. And, you know, and these people that are fucking around are all under the age of 18 because they're trying to become famous. Big ass says, seen the last uh, geriatric punk tour? Punk's not dead almost, though. Um, there are a group of teens uh, that have been accused of pulling a dumb and dangerous prank in which certain uh, don masks and kick front doors in the middle of the night. Now, you see, these teenagers are doing these really stupid things. Like this guy, I think his name is Mizzy, over in the UK. He's a black kid, and he likes to disrupt shit. He likes to walk into people's houses. He likes to steal people's dogs. I'm just going to tell you right now, it's a good thing you're doing that in Great Britain. Um. And these kids who are kicking doors in the middle of the night, real quick, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, just this, this just goes out real fast to you. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you all through my wild days. 
my mad existence I kept my promise Don't keep your distance Um, don't cry for me, uh, Argentina. When you go and you kick on somebody's door and maybe it comes open and maybe they're sitting in a lawn chair right there with a loaded double fucking barrel shotgun pointed at you and they blow you in half. Don't, 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 don't cry that you were just doing a prank. Don't cry that, oh my God, how could this something like this happen? I don't want to see the parents. I don't want to see any other kids. What I'd like to see is the key to the city given to that person who cut that kid in half. Because I am growing sick and tired. You want to get in the movies? You want to get in Hollywood? You want to make millions of dollars? You want to get pussy like Leonardo DiCaprio gets pussy? Then you know what? Take up acting. Be in theater. Do something. Set yourself apart. Become good at something. Become an actual celebrity. Instead of being a douchebag that tries to ruin people's nights by kicking on their door so you can videotape it and get a million views on TikTok, bruh. Because you're not a celebrity. I so want a WWE old school superstar to put a hurtin' on Logan Paul so badly. So, so badly. I would imagine that there has been talk in, in the WWE of not hurting him. Not as they would call stretching him. Uh, last week, uh, tonight, there's a new Dark Side of the Ring on. Uh, it's De- Doink the Clown. Last week, they talked about Florida Championship Wrestling, and a guy named Eddie uh, or, or uh, Gilbert. Uh, it wasn't Eddie Gilbert. Might have been Eddie, Eddie Gilbert. Um, but he famously once, uh, Hulk Hogan was in a band in Florida, and a bunch of wrestlers saw him playing bass in this band, and he was a big dude. And they had seen him at some wrestling shows, and they invited him to come down. And the first day of training, Eddie uh, Gilbert had Hulk Hogan's leg broken because that's what they used to do to intimidate the people not to come into the wrestling world. Logan Paul, somebody's coming for you. Just saying. Uh, You kick my door in the middle of the night, you got two hollow points to the chest, one in the head, and that's how it ends in Colorado. These motherfuckers just want to get beat up. No. See, and, and Douglas... It used to be that. I would agree with you. See, this is why I'm making such a point about it now. Is because this is the the soft side of Arnie that you don't get to see very often. But I'm trying to save kids' lives here. Because you're going to get some dumb kid who's trying to impress a girl. We Look, come on. All dudes on the ass family. Let's, let's Let's all gather around. Let's all remember when we were in high school, shall we? And let's remember some of the stupid things that we may or may not have done to impress girls. Okay? For me, it was drinking large quantities of alcohol because I thought that's what it did to impress girls. And then, lo and behold, I got addicted on the alcohol, and I said, well, I really don't care about the girls. I care about getting drunk. And that's what's going to end up happening. 
some kid who's really not a deviant kid, who's not a little shithead, but he's trying to impress a girl, so he starts a TikTok page, and maybe he has friends with an idiot, because we all have friends that are idiots in high school. I won't mention the person who used to get me in trouble all the time, because he's been on the show far too many times. And by the way, I would get him in the equally amount of trouble. We don't live in that world anymore. We live in a world where people will talk about hollow points because they're going to defend their houses. Because people right now, America is at, we're at such a crossroads now where we have so many fucking weirdos and so many psychopaths. We don't know what they want to do to us. We don't want to know what they, we, 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 we don't want to know what they want to do with our kids. So you got people answering the door with shotguns now. I ain't got a problem with it. You you brought it upon yourself. And if you're going to go to somebody's house in the middle of the night, kick on their door with masks on to simulate a home invasion, you're going to probably get hurt. And you're going to get hurt because you want to get your clicks up on TikTok. Just take a shot of gravy or something, for God's sakes. It's easy. It's easy to do it. You don't have to go to those fucking crazy extremes. All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. we got Lister Mail coming tomorrow here on The Big Show. Well, I'm back again for another night of trying to break free from this sad. Dancing with the memory, crying teardrops of her own.
also known as ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775 357 FAS. I'm Jason. These idiots will fulfill their dreams of going viral when they have an extra hole in their head. Yep, some of them, that's what it's gonna take. Congratulations. Enjoy that in the dirt. Uh, I mean, seriously, it. it <sighs> from eating Tide Pods to, to banging on people's doors. Are you kidding me? Uh, Steph's in the house. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep them motherfuckers off Indeed, your ass. Indeed, the good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Ah, he says, work is screwing up my ability to listen from the start. Well, damn it to hell. Damn you, work. All right, these, these first two stories, I'm doing these stories because they are near and dear to my heart. Now, the first story, we, we, we need a lead-in. We need a musical lead-in, and this is the perfect one. Of course, of course we're talking about Meghan Markle and, and, and her Spotify deal. Oh, Stackar in the house. Says, good morning, ass. Well, good morning to you, my friend. Now, now I'm going to tell you something here. I did my first physical therapy after seven weeks. Knee knee is angry. Oh, I can imagine. Well, good for you. Keep it up, my friend. Um, I've been... Uh, in broadcasting in one form of another or another since 1991-ish two, late 91 into 92. 33 years, 32 years, 30, almost 32 years. This is a business, an industry that I know a little bit about. It's something that I'm very passionate about, and it's something that uh, I, I don't mind tooting my own horn here, but uh, it's something that I'm very, very good at. Now, is it a hard, in, it's hard to get in, sure. Big Ass Fan says, I found you in 98. Wasn't quite seasoned yet. I was still working. I was still cooking in the pan then. Um. And I love what I've found to do for a living. I've never worked a day in my life, even when I was with Dog Shit and Jerk Off. There are a couple days it seemed like work there. But I still love what I did. Mainly because I got to bring entertainment to people and I got to make people laugh. And that's something that I enjoy thoroughly. Um, I'm so good at it, you can hear dogs in the background barking. We moved to SAC in uh, 99, I believe it was 99, yeah, into 2000, so 99. So when people, when I used to see people get jobs in large markets, I used to get really upset because we weren't considered, and then I found out we were considered, we just really awful to negotiate with, that's all. Um. <laughs> Not me. I, I, I didn't do any of the negotiating. Um, 
But I found out that we had a, we had a few big offers made to us, and we didn't take them. We stayed in Sacramento, and I'm, I couldn't be happier. Um, but I always saw these people, and then Sirius Radio came on. And Sirius Radio was something cool, I thought, because, well, it's it, 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 it ended up being a sham. And it's still around. It's a pain in the ass, but it's still around. Barely. Um, yet they pay their people lots and lots of money, and they do these fucking terrible shows because they're not broadcasters, because they don't know what they're doing. Okay? I, I, I tell you guys um, how I do the show. The way I get stories is I see the headline, and I really don't read a lot after that because I want my natural reaction to be on the air with you guys getting the natural reaction to stories because that's what, that's what fueled my career forever. I had no idea what the stories were. But here's the thing. When I see a headline, I know which way I can take the show. Why? Because I've been trained that way. I've been trained to be able to take a story and make it to where we can talk about. Whether it be a terrible, gut-wrenching, baby-dying story or whether it be a great Floridian story. And a lot of people who get into podcasting now, because everybody has a fucking podcast, the Horned Rim Glass Society has a podcast somewhere. And they flood the market with all these podcasts of people that don't know what they're doing. And they go, my God, this is so hard. It's not hard. You understand, the, the worst thing, that, the, the hardest thing to comprehend is the comprehension of time. If I don't talk for 10 seconds, that's an eternity. That right there on the air on radio, yeah. I you if you've ever worked in radio, you've had dead air dreams where there was dead air on. These people don't understand what it takes to fulfill an hour long show, a two hour long show, a three hour long show. They don't understand it. They don't understand how to take a story and continue to grow it and take it in different directions. Okay, it's like when I see somebody who builds furniture or a carpenter. When they build something and it's amazing, I sit there and go, I didn't, out of a tree that you, you saw in the forest, you built that, you saw that in a tree, that's amazing to me. For them, it's what they were, they were trained to do. It's what they meant to do, and it's easy for them, and they love doing it. It's like broadcasting for me. Well, Meghan Markle, the, the mouthiest cunt in the world right now, and, 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 and I truly do mean this. I, 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 I mean this. I hate her guts. I literally hate her guts even more now. Spotify was willing to pay her $20 million to do podcasts. $20 million. Now, all you got to do, and if you want content, because that's what they want. They're content, content, content. You want content? Hey, how about you look up a little fellow by the name of Arnie State Show? I got a lot of content. I got about 4,000 hours worth of content for you. But no. No, we, we go with the flashy toy. 
And word is leaking out that during her broadcast, during her interview, the only couple that she did, she didn't even do the interview. Her staff asked the people the questions, then they recorded the answers, and then in post-production, they let Megan come in and ask the question like she was sitting next to the guest when she was never there. Holy shit! Holy shit! So all of her interviews are bullshit. She should have to pay back any money that Spotify gave her. Or she should have to pay me, an actual broadcaster. By the way, when I do a fake interview, you know it's a fake interview. For Christ's sake. She dubbed in the sounds. She's too good to be in the same room with people. Honey, you held a briefcase. That's all you did. And then you did a terrible show on the USA Network, and then you gobbled up some royal cock. The audio clips experts have been cut and interwoven between audio of Markle, so it's not clear whether she spoke to any of the experts herself. Ungoddamn believable. It's too underneath her to even interview people. Boy, oh boy, I thought that I used to work with people that had big egos. I was wrong. I was wrong. The ego of the year goes to fucking Megan sorry-ass Markle. Now, another person that has a gigantic, a gigantic fucking ego. Fellow by the name of Gordon Ramsay. Now, I like Gordon Ramsay. But Gordon Ramsay has got a big ego. Now, this next category, this next story that's important to me, is because Gordon Ramsay's Burger and his Central London restaurant. Now, I don't know if it's still there. <laughs> this is one of the proudest trolling moments I've ever had in my entire life. When the London restaurant opened in England, and this is a long time, this is fucking 10 years ago, 12 years ago maybe, he announced the big grand opening like that last weekend and blah, 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 and how it was a hit as a success. So I went to the, the London, the restaurant page on Facebook, and for some odd reason, they left the comment section on. And I just wrote in the comments, this place gave me the shits. The last time I checked was, well, let's see. Let's see if it's still there. Uh, the London here. Um, the last time I checked, oh, nothing's coming up right now. Okay, oh, wait. The London Essentials. London. Is it the London House? 
It might be the London House. London House. Um, six posts a year. That's not it. That's not the one that Ramsey talked about. Anyway, so I put it up there. But the last time I checked was about four years ago, and it was still up there. So Gordon Ramsey, he opened the door for that one. Uh, ah, pre-recording heavily added like NPR. Yeah, what the fuck else does she do all day? Play video games and snort bath salts? I think she just has people wait on her hand and foot. Like, it, the big news is that now they're trying to go after the fashion world. They're trying to get become official sponsors of Dior, and their people are saying, no, no, that's not true. When, when their people come out and say, no, no, that's not true, that is true. They want to be influencers in the, in the fashion community now. Yeah. They're going to drop all their fucking, you know, all their causes and go to fashion. So Gordon Ramsay, chef extraordinaire, at his London restaurant, is serving a burger that cost 85 pounds. That's about $100. A $100 hamburger. Now, if you know anything about me, you know that hamburgers are one of my favorite foods. I am in constant search of the perfect hamburger. I have yet to find it. I've looked at many, many establishments here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I'm going to a new one today. It's not new. It's been around since 1940. It's called Dell's Charcoal Burgers. We're going there today in Richardson. We're going to try that shit out. So this burger comes with Parmesan fries made up of Japanese Wagyu beef, truffle pecorio cheese, mushroom ragu, freshly shaved black truffle, Porcini aioli, a 12-year balsamic vinegar, and watercress. Now, I got to tell you, that sounds fucking gross to me. Okay? This looks like a mushroom Swiss burger because you got mushrooms on it, and I imagine the cheese is probably white. So all this is a mushroom Swiss burger. I, I don't want anything to do with this. Uh, what kind of bun? I, did, I, did, I didn't hear a bun. I'm sure it's a brioche bun. So, to me, the perfect burger is this. I don't give a fuck about the bun, yeah, yeah, but it's got to be toasted. Got to be toasted bun. Got to be soft bread. Can't be hard bread. It's a burger. Should have meat and cheese with a little bit of vegetation. Dell or Dills, because a good burger has to have at least six pickles, and that's on the low end. Well, okay, well, I'll have to look here. For me, I don't know about y'all, but I'm kind of done with the whole smash burger fray, the, the, the craze of smash burgers. I, I, I'm over that. I, I don't want a patty that's a millimeter thick, and I still got to pay $9 for it. If I got to pay $9 for a burger, I want a burger. Okay, I want to bite into the burger, and I want the juice to run down my face. That's what I want. So I'm, I, okay, so first question I got for Ask Fam. Um, and and you, you pick whatever you want. Do you like thin patties or thicker patties? Not Not uber thick, but thick enough. Thicker patties or thin patties?
Uh, let's see. Uh, you're saying you want some juice to run down your face. Yes, I, I said that. College Station says thick. Mage says thick. You can see the red. Yep, thick. Thicker patty. Yep. Uh, let's see. A third pound minimum, so a thicker patty there as well. Okay, so we can all agree on that, that we like a thicker patty. So Smash Burger's gone. I want the whole thing to be quality. Quality beef, thicker, with a good bun, good veggies, not old-ass, soggy, and green tomato. Thick, half pound. Okay. All right, so we've got our patty. We've got our buns, and we've got our patty. By the way, toasted buns, everybody? Everybody good with toasted buns? They can be whatever, brioche, whatever. Just got to be soft. All right. Now, you can cook your burger whatever temperature you want. I prefer mine, medium rare, closer to rare, but that, that's just me. <laughs> my patties are a pound. Even my girlfriend eats them. That a boy. That a boy. So, so there, there's got to be some red in there for me. No sesame seeds, okay. Not toasted, okay, interesting. See, I like it toasted, but that's me. So we got buns. Now we have to go to the most important part. Ask family, I'm going to ask you, what are your condiments? These are condiments that you have to have on it. the condiments question because all burgers here in Texas are made with an abundance of mustard. So much so that I've started to dislike mustard. College Station says ketchup and mustard. Okay. Is bacon a condiment? No, not yet. We have not gotten to that level yet. Ketchup, spicy mustard, maybe barbecue sauce. Uh, Lettuce. We're not on vegetation yet. Mustard, mayo, ketchup, pickles, onions. I just want I just want condiments. Cheese, ketchup, little uh, da, 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 only ketchup, mayo and, and, and mustard, mayonnaise or barbecue sauce. Mayo, little mustard, no ketchup, because if you have tomatoes and onions with pickles, mayo only. Uh, it's okay, it's okay. So I'm seeing a lot of mayo. So whatever condiments you want to put on your bird. Me. I don't mind a little bit of mustard, but it has to be mixed with the mayo. It has to have that good mustard-mayo kind of mix. And I don't necessarily have to have ketchup on my burger. But if I have fries, I'm going to have ketchup. And at one bite, I'm going to be dipping my, my sandwich into the my burger into the ketchup. I'm just letting you know. Arnie, you know we don't follow rules. Now we can get to the damn vegetation. We'll, get, we'll do vegeta- vegetation before we do any add-ons like bacon. Two all-beef petty special sauce, chickles, pickles, uh, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Um, all right, so for me, I'm not going to play the Jeopardy music here. If there is lettuce on it, it needs to be shredded lettuce. I don't want big old fucking hunks of fucking, you know, iceberg on there. Um... 
I won't touch it if mayo or mustard has touched the burger or the bun. Unless I want a Western burger, then it's barbecue sauce, cheese, bacon. Avocado is a must. Not in my world. I will make an exception for using Chick-fil-A sauce on a burger because that stuff is fuel for orgasms. I've never had Chick-fil-A on a burger. Chick-fil-A sauce. And I would imagine it's phenomenal because it's phenomenal on everything. Pickles, onions, absolutely no tomatoes and lettuce. No vegetation, none of the fucking salad. Raw onions prefer red, but white will do. Good tomatoes, grilled, raw, or caramelized onions, depending on if I'm cooking or if it's a group or solo. Lettuce, tomato, pickle, dill, only red onions, a must, but yellow, okay. Um, if I have onions on there, I want them to be chopped up. I want chopped onions on there if I want that. It, look, look, my, my basic burger is this. I go toasted bun, mayo mustard, lots of cheese melted onto the burger. That's medium rare to rare. That's the top. The bottom, well, well, if I if I have to have lettuce, I'm gonna put a little shredded lettuce on top of that, put the burger on there, and then that that's good for me. That's it. That's all I need. That's all I need. I don't need tomatoes on there. I definitely don't want pickles on there because pickles are the devil's fruit. You heard it here first. When Satan comes, he will be coming bringing pickles. Mark my words. The grilled onions are, uh, uh, are nice. It's a nice touch. It's wonderful. I'm basic. When it comes to a hamburger, when it comes to a cheeseburger, because nobody orders a hamburger anymore. People that order, I, I think the FBI profiles people that order burgers with no cheese. I really do. I think the BAU has a file on you, and they're investigating you. If you go to a place and you go, yeah, I want a burger, no cheese, they've got you in their system because there's something wrong with you. Lettuce on a burger, why is that a thing? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good point you make because I can, like I said, I can go meat, cheese, bun, and be happy. You want to put lettuce on there? You want to put that stuff on there? Okay. But see, that 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 hits the criticism. And there's a few places. That, the best place, my favorite place in town, one of my favorite places, is Keller's. Keller's is an old-style drive-up. If you ever come to Dallas-Fort Worth ever and you, you're looking, for, you have to get a burger, go to Keller's. That, that's, that's the one. If, if you're not going to get barbecue and you want a burger, go to Keller's. Northwest Highway, Skillman, easy. It's a phenomenal burger. Now, see, they have a special sauce. They have like a Thousand Island sauce. They have shredded lettuce, cheese, meat, good meat, great bun. They have uh, what kind of bun do they have? They have the uh, they use the same uh, that 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 dark seeded bun, onion roll. They use onion rolls. That's what they use there. Onion rolls. Those are good. Cheese is not a must for me on burgers, but I do love cheese. Well, you have to have cheese on burgers. I'm sorry. Otherwise, like I said, you're a serial killer. MJ, dice up green chilies, mix it up with meat, so good. Then again, New Mexico, it's law that we <laughs> we put hedge chilies on everything. If you had sushi on a nude woman, there would be green chilies involved. Uh, if you put a goddamn craft square, yeah, I called it cheese. On my burger, I throw that shit at you. Hey, whoa, 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 what's wrong with craft? Ain't nothing wrong with craft. They got a big distributing plant in Garland. We do not speak ill of Kraft. Kraft yellow cheese is the, the, the stuff that dreams are made of. 
How dare you besmirch yellow cheese from Kraft? Douglas says, my son doesn't want cheese on his burger. See, he has an incomplete palate. He's a little kid. He doesn't know any better yet. You got to fix that. My weird son only gets meat, cheese, and lettuce from his mother's side produce. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, Ndingo Orga, uh, Ogre, I am a huge fan of the hatch variety. You, sir, need to visit us this place. Uh, Casi Gratis Amigo. Nice. Uh, I hate the whole idea of a salad included on your burger. Pass on any vegetation. See, the, the fine folks of Burger King fucked it up for everybody. The Whopper wouldn't be so bad if it didn't come with a salad bar. Gotta have sharp cheddar. Craft for, uh, uh, hey, Scott, that's a war that I'm not willing to, uh, to, to throw my hat in there. Craft versus Velveeta. Let me just say this. Either one, fine choice because they're both yellow. Now, have y'all ever tried? I, I've tried this, and I fail every time, and it pisses me off. And Braddy Kid says she's going to help me with this. And, and sometimes she's a lot better cooked than me. I need help with this. I want to try the Minneapolis burger. I watch the show Man vs. Food all the time, okay, or used to. And there's a burger in Minneapolis. It's it, it it's plain, just just meat, bun, and cheese. But their cheese is located in a very special place. What they do is they take two patties, and they put cheese in the middle of it, and then somehow they they get it perfect to where it stays closed. See, that's my problem is I can never get it to stay closed. And then they grill the burger, and then when you bite into the burger, it's like a jelly donut. A jelly donut. You watch that show, man, you're off your rocker. Yes, I, I was even on that show, and I did say that stupid line right there. Um, but that's the burger that I, 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 I want to master that burger. Because to me, that's the ultimate right there. Is that you bite in, and there's a river of cheese that comes out. <laughs> How many of us said, holy Jesus? Holy Jesus. A jelly donut? So in India, they make a potato, potato patty burger. Is that burger made out of potatoes? Because y'all don't eat no meat over there. Them cows are sacred over there. Them cows are safe. Them cows are farting up a storm going, yeah, you can't eat us, motherfuckers. Ha <laughs> ha. Enjoy that potato burger. I think I'm going to go lick some part of my insides. Mm-mm, I'm tasty. I tell you this right now. If I ever get resurrected and I'm a cow in India, I'm going to be the biggest dickhead cow I can be. Woohoo! You look over here. I'll, I'll be using my tail to point. This is where the ribeyes are. <laughs> oh, and they are delicious. I've got this thing uh, against shit mixed up with hamburger patty. My grandfather was the king of shoving shit in the burger. I hated that. Finding a surprise onion or mushroom bits. Yucca. Oh, that's the mama burger. Oh, my mom used to put green pepper. She she would put bell peppers in there. But that and that's why the Eddie Murphy bit back in the day was so funny. You get a mama burger, you got a big old fucking hunk of onion hanging out of one end, a green bell pepper hanging out the other. 
Jenny would not like my burgers in he he he. I don't want anything to ooze from the burger. I'll keep the cheese on the outside. All right, all right, fair enough. I don't do it. I don't doctor up the meat. I just I, I put meat, Worcestershire, sure, sure, sure. I made burgers a couple weeks ago. They were pretty damn good. I gotta say they were probably one of the top burgers I made. Did you know your average fast food hamburger has parts of six hundred different animals and in one burger? Okay. I don't care. Everybody tries to scare me off when it comes to hot dogs or hamburgers. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Bell peppers, that ain't no McDonald's. Just like a Twinkie burger. Think of it that way. I hate that. Spend five minutes tearing into a burger apart just to find just the meat. Meatloaf burger. Uh, Oh, I saw a cool meatloaf the other day. Instead of you, oh, oh, check this out. You You ready to be blown away? See, they made it with turkey, though, because they were losers. How about this? Instead of using breadcrumbs for meatloaf, they used, are y'all ready? Y'all are about to be shocked. They used stovetop stuffing. Boy, I hope that's not a a normal thing. They used stovetop in there, but they made it a turkey loaf. It wasn't a meatloaf. It was a turkey loaf. My aunt would put chunks of ginger and garlic in it to surprise a five-year-old. I'd spit that shit out and never ate her food again. I like to mix in layers of chilies or garlic into the meat so it's cooked together and doesn't smush and slide apart other layers of the burger. Yeah. We call McDonald's chicken nuggets, chip lips, and assholes. Yeah, that's what they call hamburger or hot dogs, too. I love hot dogs. All the unwanted parts like the butthole and foreskin. Yummy. Hey, man, I could eat a pig from the rooter to the tutor, so I'm okay. But I got to tell you, $85 for a burger, somebody better be rubbing my feet at that point, too. I mean, if I'm eating an $85 hamburger, boy, oh, boy, there better be big old palm leaves faking fanning me. Oh, oh, and this is the other thing I want to talk you. You know what? I, I saw something the other day. The other day. Check this shit out. Check this motherfucking shit out. Boy, I tell you what. Restaurants got some damn nerve. I got I, I got to watch myself now in restaurants. We went and ate at, a, 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 at this place called Cotton Patch. Decent chicken fried steak. Good chicken fried steak. I'll call it good chicken fried steak. So my normal lunch, if I go there in order, I order chicken fried steak, mashed potatoes, gravy. Macaroni and cheese, Dr. Pepper. Okay? Dr. Pepper. Bill comes, and, and normally you don't really look, look, look at the bill that much. I don't ever look at it because Brad a kid pays for everything. But I looked at it for some odd reason. Now, the, the glass of Dr. Pepper I got, literally, it was maybe a four ounce glass. Maybe it had four ounces of Dr. Pepper in there. You know that shit costs $3? Three fucking dollars, and then tax on top of it to where it's almost a $7 endeavor to get two damn drinks. $7 for fucking two Dr. Peppers. If I'd have known that, I'd just order Dr. Pepper all day at lunch. Give them my free refill. If you're going to charge me $3, our two drinks cost more than the fucking, uh, we, we, we got the, uh, Brady Kid got funnel cake fries to go home. They call two drinks cost more than the funnel cake fries. 
It's insanity, people. Insanity. For $85, that cow better be mooing in the kitchen. Yeah. True professional circles back to the $85 burger after 20 minutes. Bravo, Arnie. That's why I'm here. For $85, I'm just telling you right now, Gordon Ramsay better fucking sit at the table and fucking talk to me through every bite. Because I don't care about, look, look, the Wagyu beef, I, I understand that. I get that. that, that that's something I want to try. Real Wagyu beef. Not Australian, not American. I want the A5 Japanese Wagyu beef. That's what I want. I imagine that Gordon Ramsay has zero problem getting that. Paracarina cheese? What the hell is that? Look, look, it, look if I want fancy cheese on it, the, the fanciest I'll go is Munster. That is fancy cheese right there with the, with the orange rind around it. Oh, that's good. That is good. Maybe I'll put a mixture of Munster and cheddar on it. I don't need black truffles fucking on there. I don't want that. That's gross. And a 12-year balsamic vinegar? No. And a watercress? No, I don't need that. No. Give me some mayo. I'll be good. Yeah, that, that that's what I mean there, Ogre. Pecorino. They, they're spelling it. How do they spell it here? Oh, they spell it Pecorino. I'm just really, really not seeing it well. It's a, it's a Parmesan-type hard cheese meant for grating or shaving. Yeah. You know what that means? That means it's not for burgers. So, hey, Gordon, stop. Here's the thing. Here, here, here's the thing. Put your glasses on. Never. I understand these fancy chefs. They, they, they've got to take it up a notch, and they've got to do these things. By the way, great news. It, sound, it looks like all the Salt Bay's restaurants are starting to close. I tell you what, man. I, I don't know what this is. But I've seen it, and it's happened to me once, and it pisses me off when I see it. Um, but that Salt Bay guy, you know, he, he'd make the steak, and he'd drop the salt, and he'd look really cool. And then he would slice your steak up for you. Motherfucker, why are you cutting my steak? Am I three? Do I need your help to cut my steak? You ain't my mama. Oh, I oh, whenever I see that, I, I see it in videos, I see it done, it aggravates me to no end. Like if I were to go to a fancy restaurant, and it happened one time, we had the, the time I had the Wagyu in, in Vegas, and it was fantastic, it was great. Uh, we ate at Smith and Walensky's, and the motherfucker brought it out to the table and he cut up my whole steak in front of me. I, I didn't know what to say at the time. I was caught off guard because this is the new acceptable way to eat fancy steak. Uh-uh. What are you doing? What are you fucking doing? Why are you cutting my steak all up? It's going to get cold. By the time I get to the end of it, I'm not just fucking... Ho- if I got to spend that kind of money on a steak, I'm going to sit there and enjoy it. I ain't going to wolf it down like it is a fucking two ninety nine hamburger at McDonald's. You motherfuckers that cut up people's steaks, you guys are fucking... That's all, that, I, I will... Citizens arrest you there. Oh, big time citizens arrest. Nope, soft cheese are meant for burgers, so they melt. Yeah, exactly. Smoked Gouda is delicious to eat by itself and melts well for a burger. 
Look at the bill. I went out to dinner with girlfriend's check comes. See my shot of Don Julio is $20. Every place else it's 10 And I see they have five different kinds of Respato, and the waitress didn't ask which one I wanted. Well, then I wanted the $10 one. You charge. Guess what I should have asked? Yeah. Hard cheeses are meant for grating very hot food to melt in layer like pasta or veggies. Adam says, I was in Cabo recently, the most expensive city of all Mexico. At Costco, they have USDA prime steaks there that are $200 each. Woo! They are more (laughs) white than red meat. But fuck me, who eats like that? Not $200 prime. Uh, That's cartel prices. Uh, And to think people paid extra, have him cut the steak and sprinkle salt on it. Like, motherfucker, give me the salt shaker. Those guys pay cash over my kind of client. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, By the way, since we're talking about food and stuff like that, um, McDonald's got a new toy in their, uh, uh, well, no, actually they don't. This is a bad story about McDonald's here. Uh, Michigan mom found a new toy in the Happy Meal box. Yes, it was a box cutter. By the way, that was the only thing in the box. There ain't even any damn food in there. How do you serve that to somebody? Uh, a mom posted pictures on a social media about her daughter's Happy Meal box filled with a pen and a bright yellow box cutter. Um, I'd be like, excuse me, uh, where's the burger? Where in Michigan? Uh, let's see, where did this happen? Uh, one happened in Brighton, Michigan, and the other one, it's not say it was another part of Michigan. So I guess this is something that's happening in Michigan, is that box cutters are being left in Happy Meal boxes. <laughs> that's the Happy 9-11 meal. I like the Happy Meal Burka Durka style. Oh, my God. Well, that's fantastic. Brighton is very close, like 40 minutes away. Well, there you go. There you go. Um. Oh, God. This is a story. I, I may have to visit. See if you can get a box cutter there. I saw this story this morning, and I just laughed. I, I laugh at the... I don't know if it's naivete of people or or just they don't really want to know how evil men are. But you know on this show I tell the truth. And you know on this show I fucking tell you all the secrets of men. So the story is about the girl who played uh, Topanga on the show Boy Meets World. The girl's name is Danielle Fisher, or Fischel. I don't know if you ever watched the show, but Tabanga was a, uh, a a rather busty, cool, really good-looking young girl. I probably shouldn't have said busty. That, that might be wrong. Uh, since she was only 12 when she joined the cast of the sitcom. Um, Ryder Strong was hot. Okay, if you say so. Uh, Danielle Fischel says she was shocked at the sexualization she faced as a teen actress. 
revealing men joked about counting down her 18th birthday while one male executive on the show told her he had an image of her at 16 in his bedroom. Now, that part is a little much. That last part there is a little on the gross side to say that you got a picture of a 16-year-old in your room. Okay? But I'm going to tell you, Danielle, you were just part of that, that countdown imagination that men have had for a long, long time. There were actual websites that were dedicated to the moment Britney Spears turned 18. There were actual websites that were that were for when the Olsen twins, as fucking weird and ugly as they got, turned 18. So to hear that guys were talking about a countdown for you, duh. I, I, I mean, did, is it gross? Duh. But that's what men are. Men are gross. Men are pigs. And at least we're waiting until you're 18. Arnie had the bad baby countdown. She had a countdown, too. She started it, and then she started an OnlyFans page and made a trillion dollars. Wow. Got a call not to come into work. Two fired security guards that that are armed made threats against the location company and us that filed complaints against them. Holy shit. Be careful, Rev. Oh, my God. But, yeah, to hear this, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe that men had a countdown clock when I was 18. Hey, you, you, you want to you be let in on the really, really dark secret? I don't know if you can handle it there, young lady, but I'm going to tell you right now, especially younger guys, but I wouldn't put it past older guys. Now, I was not one of these guys because I didn't watch that show because I thought that show was terrible. I didn't like I didn't like fucking Fred Savage. I didn't like Ben Savage. So I didn't watch that show. But I'm gonna tell you right now, there were plenty of guys that were doing the hoopty doopty to themselves, thinking about you while you was on that show. I hate to be a truth teller. I hate it. And by the way, all those young guys that were in your demographic, oh, they were discovering themselves thanks to you, Topanga. Topanga, you crusted up a lot of socks, honey. I remember some scab and Arnie counting down Britney, bitch. Oh, yeah. Well, my wife and I have to be careful. The Second Amendment brought me uh, means to handle safety. Well, good, good. Be safe. Please be safe. Uh, all right, the phone number. Oh, wait, wait, no, actually. I'll, I'll save that one. I'll save that one. <laughs> For the next break. Uh, phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Yeah. 
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. You know, the other night, uh, flipping channels around before I went to bed and the movie Sin of a Woman was on. And, and that is by far probably one of my favorite Al Pacino movies. Not because he's so brilliant in it. It's just because that's where his yelling really took over his acting. I mean, this is still my favorite. And and I tuned in right when the fucking scene happened where he was going into the school and... Fuck you too. Oh, I love that so much. But I've got something to go with that. Whenever I play this, like for Gordon Ramsay charging $85 for a burger. Fuck you too. For him charging that? Yes! Yes! Fuck you too! Indeed. Um, all right. <clears throat> I have a list here of the deadliest jobs in America. Now, these, these, these are happening all over America, but in these states especially. New Mexico, Alaska, Louisiana, Montana, North Dakota, and Wyoming. Most dangerous places to work. Stackar never seen that movie. I get jokes. I get jokes, buddy. That's a good one. Um, we've got the list of the top five deadliest jobs, jobs that you can die on. on and this happens uh, out of 100,000 workers. Number five, iron workers. People that, 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 that put iron together and, and, and do, like, bridge building and all that kind of stuff. I can see that. I mean, you're working for the iron, for Christ's sake. You gotta, you, you gotta be able to, like, you know, melt it all together. It's called welding. Yeah, that would be, man. Oh, man, iron worker boy, you are a tough son of a bitch, too. Boy, you don't want to fuck with iron. You know, the original, the the idea of American gladiators came from Iron Workers Union in Pennsylvania. True story. Check that shit out, boy. Those are guys you want on your side. You want iron workers on your side. And you got a big fight going down, you call a few iron workers, you're going to be good to go. Now, I'm guessing school teacher is number one. Sadly, no, it's not. Number four. Now, I got a story to go along with this one. Now, I don't understand this. Oh, by the way, it's, uh, it's about 36... Uh, 36 iron workers a year die on the job. That, that, that's it, out of 100,000. Out of every 100,000, there are 36 to die. The next one we got is we jump all the way up to 48.1. So 48 of these motherfuckers die for every 100,000, and that is an aircraft pilot. Now, I don't know why an aircraft pilot is so dangerous. I mean, aside from terrorists and crashing and stuff, but maybe it has to do with what happened recently on a Delta flight going from Edinburgh, Scotland, aye, Scotland, it's great, to New York City. New York City! No, no, no. After passengers were already on board, a veteran Delta pilot was arrested for showing up drunk. Last minute on Friday, the 61-year-old pilot was arrested in Edinburgh Airport. No, uh, he was he was pissed drunk, don't you know? <laughs> I 
First of all, the, how fucked up is this? The legal blood alcohol limit for airline staff is 20 milligrams of alcohol in 100 meters of blood. In Scotland, it's 50 milligrams of alcohol in 100 milliliters of blood. First of all, why are we allowing any alcohol in pilots' blood? I'm sorry. I got a problem with that. Hey, you might have went out the night before, but guess what? You got to get all that shit out your system there, hoss. I don't want you hammered flying. And I know that the plane mainly flies, flies itself. But we've all had those drunk tendencies of, of, of changing things, thinking we could do it better. Uh-huh. Doesn't drinking on the job make any job more dangerous? Pretty much. Pretty much. I, I would think so, especially flying an airplane. Uh, but he, he's going to be fired after he was arrested, of course. I'm a tanker driver. I have 8,500 gallons of fuel behind me right now, basically driving a bomb daily. Truck drivers are number six, Sanchez family. And we recently saw what happens there. I mean, the I-95, in which a lot of people are saying now was a terrorist act to burn down that bridge because the, the truck was hauling fuel and it burned up. I don't know if that's true or not. Saw that Denzel movie, he inverted a plane while blacked out. Yeah. Flight. Good movie. But, yes, airline pilots, 48.1. Number three is roofers. They died a clips of 59 out of every 100,000 people probably falling off the roof. Maybe it could be your wacky nail gun fights. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that being on a roof is probably not the safest thing. Number two. Fishermen and hunters. Now, when they say fishermen, we ain't talking about fucking, you know, sitting on the dock of the bay, casting a line out. We're talking about fucking crab fishermen. We're talking about deadliest catch people. They're in the middle of the ocean. A job you could not pay me enough to do. First of all, that is real manual labor right there. No thanks. Secondly, I'm in the middle of the ocean. Nope. Third, it's cold as piss. Fuck off. And fourth, I don't even like crab that much. A bomb? What is that? A device that explodes. But that's not important right now. And I would imagine hunters, hunters is deadly because sometimes the animal wins. I mean, you're out, you know, doing a professional hunt on a bear. You don't see the other bear because, once again, we all know the truth. That nature is not your friend, unless you're, of course, Cowboys girl, then none of that applies to you. And when you're out there and there, you're hunting, you're a guide, you're telling people, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I can see that being deadly. I can see that way. I mean, you're, you're, you're dealing in death in your industry. Fishermen and hunters, they're dealing in death. So, of course, that one's going to be deadly. Number one, deadliest job in America, loggers. Number one, 82 and a half out of 100 people. What is that? That person get cut in half by a chainsaw? They don't count? But loggers, no thanks. Huh? I don't want any part of that either. I mean, you got saws. I got I, I to gotta, I tell you. I got to tell you. Fucking chainsaws are scary, man. You get one of them up close and that, that blade's going, man, I, I'm kind of fucking starting to, to mouse sweat a little bit on that. 
But yeah, loggers number one. I'm glad I got that pilot joke in there or pilot fucking story in there too. Highest fatality job is human centipede participant. I would agree. I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Anybody who has to do that, camp counselor at at, at, at Crystal Lake, not a good job. Not a good job. I don't think they've ever had a hundred people work there, so that's why they're not in there. It's camp counselor at Crystal Lake. By the way, if you don't get that, then I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I just don't know what to tell you. Uh, let's see. Oh, I told you I had this story about Gen Zers calling out baby boomers. You guys are going to enjoy this. Gen Zers have noted um, specific baby boomer behavior that has bugged them in the workplace. According to a new survey, um, baby boomers are far too liberal with the reply all buttons on emails. They also make unnecessary phone calls and asking technology questions that could have been answered first by using Google search. Now, let's take a look at all those real quick. Let's remember what it was like to all be in the workplace. Some of you are still in the workplace. Um, How about this? If you don't want somebody to reply to your email, then don't send it to them. I'm sorry they put reply all on there. They don't know just how to hit reply. But if you didn't want it, then and, and here's the easy thing. When it comes up in your box, you just go, bloop, delete. Oh, Jen, Jen we're, we're Generation X. You and I are Generation X. You, you, you are the chosen people. Now, what else do they reply? Uh, unnecessary phone calls. What's an unnecessary? It, it, it's unnecessary to you? Okay, you better shut your little fucking mouth up, you little text bandit you. And asking technology questions that could have been answered first by using Google search. Well, maybe they wanted to ask you the question because they don't trust or they don't, they don't understand that well reading. See, it used to be in the workplace, we all would have this common goal to work together. To get the job done. We work for the same company. We're going in the same direction. Why not help me out? Boomers are all retiring. Luckies. I'm sure it kills these kids when we show up early and do our fucking job. Yeah. Unnecessary phone calls, human interaction. What kind of fucked up craziness is this being going on for thousands of years? Other Gen Zers complained about boomers using outdated language, wasting paper, pushing to work in the office, and booking formal meetings they felt were unnecessary. Once again, let's go through that. Outdated language. What? Because they don't use uh, the word, oh, that's fire? They, they, they still say that's cool? Is that the outdated language you're talking about? When we say something is cool, we say it's bad? Because, by the way, your language, your new kid's language, the Gen Z language, is fucking retarded. Oh, dude, that's fire. 
That's not fire. Fire's not good. When has fire ever been good? Except for the cavemen that first day. And you're going to take it all the way back to that, to the first day it came in? Oh, that shit's fire. If that shit's fire, that means my house is burning down. That ain't no good. I fall under the baby boomers, and this thing, I must piss off the youngsters I work with. I always ask questions, show up early, and I ask shit in person. I'm not good at the office web chat thing. Why web chat when I'm sitting right next to you? Exactly. Their language is like, so, like, you know, like, oh, that is as if. Outdated language like responsibility, accountability, integrity, shit like that. Yeah, that would be, I, I would have to give you a uh, real quick big ass fan a. Correct the mundo. That. I love my mother, but when we email uh, a newer thing that she would type out the whole body of the email and the subject line, not just a sentence, but the whole thing drove me crazy. My dad never tried on the computer. He, he, he had a computer, and he did a couple emails. I never emailed my father. I, I, I can proudly say that when I wanted to talk to my father, I called my father. I didn't text him. I hated trying to call him on a cell phone because that motherfucker would put the cell phone in his pocket and he would always switch it to vibrate and he couldn't feel it vibrate. I would call him so many times on his cell phone and he'd never answer. And I would, I would, he would ask me to fix his phone when I would come to town and I would open the phone and I would see all these missed calls by me. I'm like, I did call you dickhead. But my dad said it, and he goes, I'm a 19th century person living in the 20th century. And I was like, yeah, the 21st century would just eat him alive. He, w- he would not know how to handle things now. Hangtown Jen says, fuck, my supervisor sits feet, six feet away from me and will web text messages me while I'm sitting right there. Never fails. I read it, slide my chair back, then verbally answer while making eye contact. I'm not going to text you if you're sitting across from me. The only time that's available is if you're talking about if you're talking shit to someone about someone else in the room. And you don't necessarily want them to hear it. Because it's too good of a joke and you don't want to get into a fight with them. That's the only time I will ever text anybody in the same room with me. I think that's stupid. Some Gen Zers considered boomers to be power hungry, um, saying they're obsessed with job titles and hierarchy. Embarrassing. Um, real quick, that's called fucking. That's called achievements. You see, this is this is my favorite part about learning more about Gen Z. Gen Z doesn't want to accomplish shit. Gen Z just wants to sit there and play on their fucking phones all goddamn day. Any chance to take out their phone and text somebody, they're going to fucking do it. While these boomers are worrying about achievements, they're power hungry. No, no, no. They're there to do a job. And if there's a chance for them to move up and make more money, guess what? That's the way we were raised. You Gen Zers are what we would refer to as losers. And boy, oh boy, when the real world catches up with you, adios, my friends.
Jerry State hated phones and wouldn't have one in his home. One-on-one interaction, he had guys who <laughs> did nothing but make phone calls for Jerry with apologies to Martin Scorsese. I wish he did that. My wife and I will text each other in the same room to talk about shit, uh, talk shit about our families. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just doing it the other night here at the house. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Somebody has to be the boss. Without a captain, the boat just goes in circles and sinks. Once again. Correct the mundo. It's okay that you, hey, Gen Zers, if you're listening to this, and I'm sure you're not because I'm too much of an old fart for you probably, uh, but if you are listening to this, there's nothing wrong with accomplishing things. There's nothing wrong with doing a good job. There's nothing wrong with showing up 10 minutes early to work. By the way, when you're five minutes late, that doesn't mean you're on time. That means you're fucking late. I knew this person, um, and they worked at a restaurant that was right across the street from their house. And they would constantly be late to this job. Three minutes, five minutes, six minutes, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're late. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a fucking hard on about lateness. I just am. There's nothing I hate more than being late. Absolutely, it's unacceptable. And that's why I'm, I try to always be early in places I go to no matter what. But she couldn't figure out when they did the first round of layoffs at this restaurant that she was involved in that. And, and I looked at her and I go, well, it could be because you're late every single day. Well, I'm only like five minutes late. I go, are you late? I, I love that. Uh, I'm only five minutes late. I only stole $5 from the register. Yeah, but you stole, didn't you? The only time I texted someone in the room was Christmas with my kids who were really little. And I texted my sister pretending to be Santa. Uh, and if they didn't get to bed, ho, 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 no gifts. She showed the kids a text without my name on it and went right to bed. No questions asked. That's perfect. That's the way to do it, my friend. Isn't that the best part? Like, like I, I can't wait till, till Roscoe gets older and he starts fucking understanding things and then I can just fucking mess with him all the time. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Phone, don't get me started on the connection we need to have with phones today. Just insane. A few weeks ago, I had to take a state test, a protected test. I arrive and set my pencil, my blank paper, and my calculator on my desk. Uh, I was held up and not able to start because I didn't bring my phone with me. Had to go back to the office and get a phone. Why? To hold it up and show the the protector I wasn't cheating with it. Well, You didn't have a phone with you. Why did you have to go back to the office and get it? If you didn't have a phone with you, then why did they make you go and get one? That shows that you're not cheating. That makes no sense. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, you don't have a phone? Well, you need to go get a phone. What if you didn't own a phone? Would they not let you take this test? Would you have to go home and unplug your own? If you only had a home phone, would you have to go home and unplug that and bring that and show it to them? Not cheating. 
Are you going to tell Roscoe about the nose ants? You're goddamn right I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, Roscoe's going to be a picker. Oh, he's already started, kind of. If you don't know what that means, my grandmother used to tell me if I didn't pick my nose, ants would grow up there. And I remember telling a teacher about that, thinking I had schooled the teacher on that. And boy, was I wrong. Man, oh, man. That was a weird senior day. I went through the same rant while I was there, so confused. I, w- I, would, be, I, I would be beside myself. If they told me I had to leave and go get a phone so I can prove I'm not cheating on the phone, I would look at them and go, are you going to pay my gas to go get that phone? You see, I would look at them, and I would have the most concerned look on my face, going, you understand, if I don't have a phone here, that means I can't be using a phone to cheat. These people that have phones that are showing you their phones, they have the ability to cheat. I do not have the ability to cheat. I'm not saying they're going to cheat, but they have the ability to. I do not have the ability to cheat since I do not have a phone with me. You cunt face. See, I would have thrown that. That's probably where I would have gotten in trouble. See, this is why I'm bad at stuff, people, is because I would have looked at them and said, You need to stop being such a cunt. Yeah, see, that, that, would, that would not have been good. And then they would probably say something like, oh, I'm a cunt. Well, fuck you. And I'd be like, all right, well. Yes! Yes! Fuck you, too! Yeah. Oh, I'm going to drop the hammer on him. I don't know. That, that just makes zero sense to me. Like, I, I, Jen, I don't know how you did it. I do not know how you did it. Because I, I, I think that could have been the end of Arnie right there. That would have been a meltdown like I've never had before. And I would, I, I, the asshole in me would come out so quickly on that. So what you're actually saying is, is that for me to be able to prove that I'm not cheating by using a phone, I actually have to go back to my office and get my phone and bring it here and then show you that I'm not cheating with it. Do you not see the problem here yet? Do, do, do you not? Are you stupid? Do, 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 do you need to be checked out? Were you? Did you fall on your head this morning? I would start asking so many questions. Were you kicked by a mule? Did, were, are you a survived ab- abortion? I, I, I'm, I'm just wondering, did the vacuum not get all your brain? No, I, look, 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 Jen, I don't blame you for going through it. I, n- I'm not coming down on you at all. Jen, I am your biggest supporter, and you know that. I understand that you did it for the paycheck. I get it. I understand. Hats off to you. I just, I, I think that would have been the end of Arnie States right there. My, my head would have literally exploded because that's stupid. <laughs> that's beyond stupid. I would literally want to go to whatever you had a test for there. 
I would want to go to the state board that is running that test and explain to them how stupid they are. I, w- I would never be allowed in that field again, and that's okay. Fucking ridiculous. Now I'm fired up. Now, is that stupider than this? I don't think so. This, t- this story is entitled, I'm a poop artist. Check out my crappy <laughs> paintings. Oh, and they start with uh, this poo casso. <laughs> German artist Werner Hattel specializes in creating elaborate paintings out of cow shit. Quote, I just use cow manure to create my art. The would-be Dungatello told Cater's News of the World is smelly medium, which actually isn't as odiferous as one would suspect. The asshole who wrote this is trying to be cute, but let's talk about this. Uh, he lives in some long-ass fucking name town in, in Germany. It looks like Reicherbop steamers or whatever. Claims his uh, foray into the feces-based art came... 10 years ago after he noticed how hard the cow manure was to clean off the barn. Now. Can, can, can we just stop? Okay. Okay. Poop is not supposed to be used for art. Okay. It's just not. Yeah, I, I don't want to walk into your house and you show me this fucking poop painting. First of all, it ain't a poop. It's not a painting. It's a pooping. Okay? You, you, you want to paint with poop? That's pooping. You, you're, you're playing with doo-doo. That's what you're doing. This is something that the BAU would investigate as well. Remember earlier I told you if you don't put cheese on your hamburgers, the FBI's serial killer force, the BAU has got you already on a fucking profile? If you're wiggling your fingers or, or art brushes around in cow shit, there's something wrong with you. This is so dumb. And I said dumb, not dung. Because I'm not going to do the cheap jokes yet. An insider says cow dung is one uh, is one thing above all sustainable. It can be reused by painting with it. It emphasizes the idea of the cycle. No, no, it doesn't because it's not fertilizing my walls. It it, it it's staining my walls. And I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Recently, and and. I am going to tell this story soon, someday on the air. There's something I can't talk about yet, and I will talk about it because it caught me so off guard. I have, I, I, I'm still dumbfounded at it this moment. Um, and I will talk about it, but I, I, I'm, done, I'm done being that way because I, I tried to be nice in that situation, and, well, psh, didn't happen. So we'll work on that. But I got to tell you, if I walk into your house, 
and you point out that you got a painting that's made with cow shit, I'm probably going to walk out of your house because I think that's gross. You're, you're hanging shit on your wall. Either that or I'm going to fucking unload my ass on your wall and go, well, you think that's something? Wait till you see this fucking Rembrandt I fucking paint you. Don't people drink their own pee these days? Fucking lost our minds. We, we have lost our minds. What makes you one day just go, you know, I think I'm going to paint with poop. Did, did, you, did you have a psychological breakdown? Was that one of those moments you just, oh, I think I'm going to paint with poop. Anytime you need to fertilize your garden, just go wipe your cow poop painting. Does it give a price on these things? How much he makes? Um, I mean, he's got loads of it at his farm, so he's never going to run out. It doesn't... He's created over a thousand pieces of art that he wants to call art. He, he's painting with shit. That's not art. I use cow shit like watercolor paints with brushes or knives. No, it's not. It's nothing like watercolor paint. See, that's not. That's not feces. That's not waste. Oh, Kendall, you got breaking news. Well, we got breaking news. What, what's the breaking? Ladies news? and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Uh-oh. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What we got? Hunter Biden gets sweetheart deal over laptop, plea deal, no jail time, diversion for the illegal gun charges. Oh, man. No jail time? Wow. Trump is going to jail for paperwork. Yes, this guy didn't pay taxes and uh, has a gun illegally. Oh, holy shit, Slater's calling me. Hey, hold on a second, Slater. Let me let me hook something up here. Um, hold on, I almost got you. Jam and Jay Slater of Slater's Ding-A-Wings, you're on. What's up, buddy? <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I just want to say long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, well, thank you, you liar. You've been on this show. <laughs> Hey, hey, congratulations, uh, my man. You got married this week. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I apologize for not answering the phone when you called originally. Yeah, uh, but I, I that heard. was because I was really hungover and so I was sleeping in. Yeah, I, I, I heard that you tied one on pretty well uh, after yes. your, uh, your wedding. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, it, it was a long night, but it was, uh, it was a great time. And it, yep, finally, uh, uh, she finally made an honest man out of me. Yeah, and and I was happy. Now, now I saw the picture. Um, I I saw the picture that you put up on social media of, of you, and uh, CP, and yep. and Kevin Smith. Uh, did you want Max in that picture, or did Max just get in the picture? <laughs> oh no, of course I wanted all of us, man. That was uh, you know they're all uh, they're all friends and co-workers again and. Well, you know, not Matt and Kevin, uh, okay. but uh, but yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was just nice to 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 have everybody in that photo. 
I, I, I so wish that I could have been there. That was it, it looked like such a good time. And it, it, you know what? It's probably good because I probably would have gotten into a political conversation with a certain person. And, you know, <laughs> probably with many people. Well, uh, well, I, I would I would I would have gone out of my way for a certain person <laughs> as I use the uh, initial CP as certain person uh, in, in my rant there. But uh, I, it was your day and I'm so happy for you. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good time, and and I appreciate uh, all of the well wishes, my friend. Yeah, well, hey man, you deserve it, pal. Uh, you know that that I've been on your side for a long time, and you're a good dude. And uh, Mrs. Dingling, because that is now her name on the show. Uh, Mrs. She owns half of it now, right? Uh huh. Is that how it works? She owns half of. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She everything that you have now half belongs to her. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, but so but, she owns my ding. Yeah, yeah, and, and part of your wing too. Um, but uh, I I love Mrs. Dingwing. Mrs. Dingwing is, is such a great person, and uh, I I'm so happy for the two of you. Uh, well, thank you so very much, and I I, I apologize for calling in the middle of your uh, of your show. No worries. What's going on? <laughs> Oh, not a whole lot, you know. Just uh, just working a lot, and you know, um, you know, the food truck is is doing its thing, and right. I just uh, just got so many things going on. Have you uh, have you expanded and started selling the egg rolls now egg on the rolls. food truck? <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I haven't because man, God just, damn it, it's such a it's a tedious process. Do you hate money? It's just do, do, Jay yeah. Jay. Do you hate money? <laughs> I'm just telling you. I really you, need to get back into that. I'm telling you right now. You start putting them egg rolls. Like Jay does chicken wings, and they, and I don't mean to put it just chicken wings. He does amazing chicken wings. Okay, he does amazing things with these chicken wings. His egg rolls are even better because he makes like <laughs> buffalo chicken egg rolls, and they're fucking yep. amazing. <laughs> But no, of uh, course, no. We can't get those on the food truck because Jay doesn't want to do the hard work. <laughs> I guess uh, you know. Now that you put it that way, I sound like a lazy fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and if anybody knows you, you're like the most non-lazy person ever. I mean, if you want to look at lazy, you look at me. Jay washes cars. He's a fucking on-air radio talent. <laughs> Ding a wings, fucking dad, f- husband now, Jesus. Oh, Do you boy. sleep? No, and I still get a good seven hours of sleep. That that's oh, my I boy. Do. That's my boy right there. You you live that lifestyle, brother. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And I will. Uh, you know what? You're you're gonna make me start thinking about those egg rolls again. Yep. Well, good, good. And 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 when <laughs> and when you when you get your first million because of the egg rolls. Uh, I just want to be able to play one thing for you here, and this is something contractually I'll have to play, uh, but just okay. listen to this. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot! Say my name. I am the chosen one. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, all, all, all of those are true, really. Yeah, they, they are true. And when you make your first million, I will be expecting a wonderful gift. Probably a, uh, a, a large Rolex, something like that. It, it'll be the world's largest egg roll, um, and it'll be wrapped in 1% of the uh, million dollars. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> One whole percent. All right, I thought, what is What is that, 1000 bucks? Uh, let's like see, ten percent is a hundred thousand. Yeah, it'd be ten thousand dollars. I'll take 10, that. Ten thousand bucks. Okay, no, there you yeah, go. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take that gladly. Fantastic. All right, Jay. Well, hey, you have a good rest. Where Where are you at this week? Uh, if, if anybody's in the Reno area and they want chicken wings, where can they go? Uh, we are going to be at Feed the Camel, the food truck event that happens um, down uh, off of. Uh, off of Riverside Drive. Yeah, by the way, by the way, don't get excited. There are no fucking camels there. That's bullshit. (laughs) There should be. That's Uh, bullshit. I actually looked into that once. They were expensive. (laughs) Um, And and uh, then I'll be at Food Truck Friday on Friday at Ottawa Park. And on Saturday, I'll be in Carson City at the Brewery Arts Center for their uh, free concert series. Awesome stuff, my friend. Well, hey, you have a great week. And tell Mrs. Dingling I said hello. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, pal. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Jammin' Jay Slater Ding-A-Wing. Gotta love Jay. Gotta love Jay. All right. Two stories that would probably be right up Jay's alley here. Uh, we, 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 have to, we have to take a little trip here for both these trips, uh, for both of these here. Uh, first one, let, let, let's get in the car, shall we, kids? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, this is about a school teacher, Carrie Alshuler, who taught AP statistics and pre-calculus at the Lake Worth Community High School in Palm Beach. Now, you might be a smart kid teacher, but that doesn't make you smart. Uh, she was removed, uh, he was removed from his assignments in March. After comparing his students' skin tones to different coffee roasts. In what? The principal labeled a racially charged incident. The three students on the board had titles of extra cream, medium roast, and dark roast above their faces during a math class. Oh. God, there is dumb, and then there is Florida dumb. The school district denounced the incident and vowed to investigate his actions. Uh, Here's the investigation. The guy's a fucking racist idiot. Or maybe he's just an idiot. And, And you don't put that on the damn board. Oh, boy, you're dark roast. You were kept in the sun too long. I mean, I mean, like, where do you go with that? Uh, the teacher told the outlets that he made a major mistake and was just joking with his students when he made the coffee comparison, which he now regrets. 
Oh, I, I'm sure when this guy is goose-stepping while cutting his backyard, he really regrets it. He got the idea for the display after two of his students were poking fun at each other's skin tones. There you go. Blame it on the kids. That's well played. That is well played. To take it and say, oh, it was so terrible, me. But, you know, I would have never said it if those kids hadn't started it. What, what, what is that, a Scooby-Doo thing? Oh, I'd have gotten away with it if it weren't for those darn kids and that dog. Dr. Pete Hotez, you should look up his story. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Let's Google this real quick. Dr. Pete. Oh, I don't want to look at this guy. Uh, oh, is this the, oh, this, this is the guy that, that Joe Rogan wants to debate uh, JFK Jr.? Yeah, I ain't got time for that guy. That guy's an idiot. Um he acknowledged it was stupid of him to get involved. His termination comes August 25th. Now, now you think that's a bad story. Yeah, it's bad. But, you know, I got to say, the fine folks in another state are like, hey, hold my sister wife's beer because it's about to get fucked up in here. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit ain't no people are Everybody! Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. Four adults in Tennessee have been charged in a massive drug bust. Um, let's see. We've got Dara Miriam Devaney, Tiffany Joe Godwin, um, Justin Dwayne Kalon, and old ass Donna Leanne Guillotine or Guillain. All the suspects are being held on a $50,000 bond, and three of the four were able to post bail. Well, it seems that um, for some odd reason, the fine folks in Tennessee thought it would be okay to let a toddler be in the presence of these morons. I don't know which one of them had the toddler. Maybe it's the second one that looks young enough, maybe, because the other ones don't look young enough to have, or, or they look too old to have toddlers. Anyway, the toddler was being shipped back and forth between two houses that were under the observation of the uh, police department in Ray County, Tennessee. When the police uh, executed a raid with a 12-man team, they found numerous firearms along with drugs and the four-year-old next to an undisclosed amount of fentanyl. Officers called an ambulance and uh, an examination said the kid was in good health. Then the child was handed over to child services who transferred him to uh, a relative that authorities deemed safe. During the course of the handling of the minor, 
A hair follicle was tested and performed, and it was established that the child did, in fact, have methamphetamine in their system. You allowed a four-year-old to get their hands on meth. Now, maybe, who knows? Maybe the four-year-old was the fucking leader. I mean, that's starting early right there. Boy, can you imagine the party stories that that kid is going to have for the rest of their lives? Well, I started doing meth when I was four. That's why I still ain't got no teeth. By the way, when they put the meth in the system, did all his baby teeth just fall out once? I just, I, I don't understand people. People, I, I just don't understand them. I mean, I mean now that's methed up. That is methed up. I mean, you know, there's bad, and then there's four-year-olds using meth bad. Like that teacher, the, the, the teacher who, who, who claimed that one kid was dark roast, that's bad, but that's forgivable. Allowing a four-year-old to get meth, not forgivable. That's bad. Maybe I need to go on a whirlwind tour and, and just do speaking engagements in really bad places and just title the speaking engagement, that's bad. The four-year-old was from Florida. Yes, he was the leader. <laughs> I would start up and go, okay, now, look, no judgment here, no police here. How many fentanyl and meth users we got in the house tonight? Woo! All right, first of all, that's bad. Now, I'm not going to tell you to get off it because most of y'all are probably going to die from it, which will make the world a better place anyway. But what I want to tell you is bad is don't let it around kids. I know that you're trying to build up future business. But this is ridiculous. What are they going to trade you, a Tonka truck for a fucking bag of meth? Knowing meth heads, they would take it. Four-year-olds in Tennessee doing meth. By the way, probably the smartest kid in Tennessee. Uh, well, that's not saying much. I mean, that, that'd be like, you know, being the deadest person in the morgue. I don't know. Uh, that is going to do it for the show today. Uh, thank you, Ask Family. We will be back again tomorrow. Remember, tomorrow, Listener Mail. So you still got time to get in, Listener Mail, to Radio one at gmail.com. By the way, i got a couple stories in the works for uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, which will be here on Thursday. So keep on listening, and I promise this week will continue to go well. Look at that. Jam and Jay Slater on the show. It don't get much better than that today. Uh, thank you, Ask Family. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, Ask Family, have a wonderful day, and adios, everybody. Uh... And I bought her a home with a view I took her 
to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.